Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Finger Guns with Tony, Dave, and James. I am Big Juicy Jimmy, and I'm here with the tastiest of Big Tasty, Tony mm, B. Lovely, and Dave, the destroyer of worlds, but not coughs. No. <laughs> so, yes, bear with us as we deal with another cough-filled episode of Dave, the coughing machine. I'll get through it. You think he's you think he'd be like a chain smoker at this point? He's fucking yeah, coughing yeah. so much. Jesus Christ! That's what, is, I, that's what asthma does to you, Tony. Yeah. This is not Harvey Firestein. Yeah. Well, that would have been excellent. If that would have been excellent. That would have been excellent. Would have been go back to that. Yeah, that was that was the best. You you can do you can you can do the Dave and go to Disneyland for a day. And then come back talking like <laughs> come this. Back hey, like everybody, that. I'm Dave. <laughs> Just came back around patient zero for COVID. You got to push it in further. It was, yeah, it, was, it was very unsettling. It was very unsettling. Did I tell you guys that I went back to work and they gave me the week off again? And then after that, I came back and they gave me another week off because people were getting disturbed by my voice. <laughs> They're like, it's very unsettling, Dave. You need to go home. <laughs> it's lovely. And they didn't like when I had to like, um, when I was hacking and stuff yeah. and coughing even though i was covering my mouth and they're like you you had a lot of mucus and stuff i was like yes mm-hmm. and i blew my nose and i did the the gross thing that you guys don't like in the bathroom yeah. i yeah. didn't do it out in public well that's good that's like, like, I, I mean was, at least your house broken i like, need i need this guy on with me with the go on the go train man when when he oh. had that cough literally like oh, everybody yeah. just fucking scattered it was yeah. beautiful yeah. we had our own car to ourselves mystery <laughs> virus coming yeah. to you <laughs> yeah that was always Day a good hacking out along <laughs> that was always a good one that was, that was great one. i love that it was the one small perk mm. it's true it's true anyway how are we feeling tonight boys I know what he's feeling. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm tired <laughs> as fuck. This week, this week kind of sucks. Or it always sucks. It's always slow as shit. The yeah. film industry is pretty much like drying Shut up down, for the yeah. for the holidays. Yeah. And, you think uh, that they would be still going hard? You'd think. You'd think. But no, they're uh, they're getting ready for the holidays. They're getting ready to pack it in and uh, seeing us all in January. Oh, it's just I a mean, drag. It's a drag. It's a long drag, right to yeah, right to Christmas, right to the better end. Yeah. yeah. Then, I know. Uh, you, you taking some holidays? Yeah, we're taking some holidays. That's nice. And uh, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Dave. Well, we know who you are. Every uh, every, every day's Jay. a holiday for me. Every James, day's jo- every day's a vacation day for me. How you I'm doing? Down the days, man. I'm Counting just down, down the, the days. days. I've checked out at work. I had to do my uh, my performance review uh, today. That's like, hilarious. You have to like review yourself or whatever, which is always the worst thing in the world. Of course. Um. I'm honestly going to give myself a 90%. Absolutely. <laughs> Biggest 85. raise imaginable. I'm going to give myself I'm going to give myself an 85. I feel yeah. like I could have done better work yeah. this year. Yeah. But uh I'm ca- I'm mentally checked out cuz I'm leaving for California on Thursday, babies. Oh, good. Very 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 excited. Very, very nice. I've been checked out all this month. So. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Dave's been checked out all year, so it's, it's okay. true. Sure. It's true. You guys say that, but I've had to be on on my game at some points because you know an 11 month old and a three-year-old are a lot to keep up with yeah i meant checked out on like right like, oh yeah you're, you're here yeah. for being a dad but you're yeah, just you've yeah. checked out from the world yeah i'm a i'm a dad and i'm a critic and occasionally yeah. i'm a husband <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna be honest occasionally i'm a husband once in a while a co-host <laughs> once in a while a co-host other than that checked out yeah that's fair that's fair do we want to uh want to talk about some movies we do let's fucking do let's it let's do it 
a Christmas special. <laughs> So want to do a little best my worst? Yes, sir. Who wants to start us off? Don't be festive for me, buddy. I'll do it. I'll right. do it. So my uh, my best my worst is a little weak this one this this time around, but I'm gonna try to make it like you know sound good. Okay. What are you well, gonna how... say there? Spooky. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Weak in the weak in that it's. I don't many. Ha- I don't have many to choose from. Oh, okay. You know, you know me. Yeah, man. If happens. you look at my letterbox yeah. thing, it's oh, at yeah, least I've like seen. I've seen. twelve to fifteen a week. It's, yeah. it's just there's not a lot to choose from. Yeah. I've been marathoning Christmas movies with uh, Melissa. That's lovely. Um, so uh, for my best, I'm going to do uh, the Santa Claus. Oh, Tim Allen. Tim Allen. I love that. Um, movie. The movie's fucking great. It, sure. I seeing it as an adult, it definitely hits differently. Yeah. Um very fat phobic. Very fat phobic. Uh he's just a piece of shit. Yeah. Like he's a real piece of shit. Yeah. A real redemption he's, story too and like he's, yeah. He's playing right. Tim Allen. He's playing Tim they, Allen. They made him, they made him such a scumbag in the beginning. Right. That's all I remember about him is just being like a real piece of shit father just and husband a like real just fucking dick. Like bottom of the barrel. He I don't think he was a bad he was just he was a subpar dad. Yeah. No, he he was he was pretty shitty. Like he like he he could have been better, but it, yeah. we know a thing or two about <laughs> subpar dads, Tony, and I don't think he's that bad. He tried to make he tried to make it up. Yeah, okay. He, he wasn't tried. like he wasn't he tried. beating his kid with a bag of sweet Valencia oranges, <laughs> but like it wasn't great. But what I will say go ahead. Go, go ahead. go, Tony. I'll tell you what my thing is after. <laughs> yeah. I, I was gonna say what sure. I will say is the movie changes every watch and mm. I liked it significantly more than I've ever liked it watching it. And I got kind of emotional because it like really like when you think of like the magic of Christmas, like everyone says all oh, like the magic is not real, blah, blah, blah. When you're watching this movie, you fucking believe mm. like you believe in the magic mm. of Christmas. You believe in the magic of Santa Claus yeah. and like what Christmas is all about. Sure. And it wraps it up neatly in a nice little bow. I will still admit I still have a shit eating grin on my face when they do that montage to uh what's the sharp dressed man. Sharp dressed man. Yeah, yeah. Right with the elves and they're dancing, yeah, they're yeah. getting ready, yeah. and like the police are ready to fucking go out and yeah. stuff. That I think part, was the first take. <laughs> <laughs> but that fucking montage, like you, you can't help but like, you know, it just makes you want to fucking dance. Sure. And uh the other part that that always brings a smile to my face is when they bring when they break out uh Santa out of jail and yeah. they bring the tinsel and like they're like yeah. stuffing the oh my god that scene just still hits for me um but yeah it's I didn't it wasn't one of my favorites to start with but the more I watch it Melissa loves the franchise for some godly ass reason she loves the second one we both agree that the third one shouldn't have been made and that I just see it as not a movie and I just sure it doesn't exist what about what? the show I didn't bother watching it. Don't need to watch it. Tim Allen's apparently the biggest piece of shit on set. No surprise there. The new season has Fluffy in it. Anyways. <laughs> You're not a big Fluffy fan? No, I'm not a big fan of Fluffy. Um, yeah, the Santa Claus. Nice. I didn't remember most of it. Like, for it's it's really not a Christmas. It's not. It's more about the law case. Like, the... 
Yeah, because yeah, it's weirdly partially yeah. Miracle on 34th Street. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, so like, I don't remember all the court stuff. And I was just like, wait, yeah. like, this isn't like. While you fan- were sitting here talking about it, yeah. I was in my head, I was like, is that the Santa Claus or is that Miracle on 34th Street with uh, fucking What's Her Nuts? Mara Wilson? Yeah, it's in Mara Wilson. That's the remake. The remake, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Richard, Richard Attenborough. Yes, but like I was conflating them in my head <laughs> because they have weirdly similar storylines. And they came right? out the same year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it's so, but it's so weird. And I would keep going over to Melissa. She's like, yeah, this isn't what you remember. Like, it's definitely not what you remember no. as a child. You kind of glaze over that. Part. Right. Yeah. But it's, but the scenes, like they hit so hard. Yeah. And it's like, wow, like, holy shit. Like this is, this is bigger than just like, you know, your fluff piece kids Christmas movie. Yeah. Like it's, it's got something in there for, for everyone. Yeah. Right. No, it's good. Definitely seek it out. You, yeah. you say all that, but yes. like. The movie's 90, 90 and change minutes yep. long. The first 40 minutes is literally him becoming, him being a piece of shit and becoming Santa and going back home. Yeah. Uh, and Charlie's just like, you're Santa. And everyone's like, no, he's not. Yeah. Uh, that's the first 40 minutes of that movie. And then there's like maybe like 25 minutes of what you're talking about, the court stuff. Yeah. And then. He's Santa again. It's yeah. very short, very oh, quick. It's it, it it moves at a lightning like break your neck like that fucking um the the montage that I'm talking about that happens at like an uh, the hour mark. That's what I'm saying, right? And then from the, from then on, it's like literally yeah. like a race to the finish. Yeah, that's what I'm saying though. Like we're talking about this, but like that's a small part of the movie. It's yeah. mostly all Santa stuff. True. Filmed in Canada or filmed in Ontario yeah. because he's definitely Oakville. driving in Oakville. Like yeah, that, yeah. that, that Denny's is in Oakville. Yeah. I know exactly where it is or where it was. Yeah. It, um, driving to his house is, uh, uh, the Danforth. Yep. Oh, sure. Yeah. And then where is he in Pickering or he's, or like, Osh the dirty schwa. I think it's the dirty schwa. Oh, yeah. Nice. But when I last watched it, <coughs> Apologies for anybody in the schwa. When I last watched it, I watched it recently too because Quinny's on it. I've never seen the second one or the third one. I've watched part of the second one. I wasn't really that interested, but I'll, I'll go back to it because I need to complete my letterbox list. Sure. Um, there's a lot of filthy humor in it. Oh, or like for sure. Less than childlike humor. Like he says, he says something to the one elf and she's, he's like, he says something to her and she's like, Oh, I'm I'm already spoken for. I'm I'm dating someone and I'm seeing somebody in rapping. <laughs> Jesus. And then later I caught he, that too. <laughs> later they're like, like, what did you do with Charlie on Christmas Eve? Can you tell us? He's like, Well, we shared some brown liquor. <laughs> liquor. We looked up we looked up women. We field dressed a cat. <laughs> oh <my laughs> just like, every time he says field dressed a cat, I was just, <laughs> yeah. like, just I just die die. Because that's hilarious. Yeah. But I wouldn't have caught that as a kid. <laughs> no. Some of the some of the <laughs> oh, shit that oh, comes... and he was and, and they shared a bowl of sugar. And Alyssa thought he meant sugar as in sugar yeah no not what, was, what no, tim allen most certainly yeah. is calling a bowl of sugar yeah. yeah which for a disney movie and the fact that he was arrested for sugar yeah. <laughs> for for holding yeah. sugar yeah hilarious some of the things that are just out of tim allen's mouth is just like you can't believe that this is a disney movie because right. like how the only in the 90s can tim allen get away with saying yeah, this shit exactly. in a disney movie exactly like that shit would not fly now no you yeah. cried. You cried when Judge Reinhold got his weenie whistle, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I cried like a little bit. Yeah, 
my weenie whistle. No, but what? What? No, what part really fucking? No, it was the part when um, Charlie was getting his stuff, and then he was like, "Okay, let's go." And then Tim Allen's like, "No, I think you should stay with mom and Neil." And then he like literally cries to him. There's like, "No, Dad, I want to go with you," and I'm just just broke me. Oh. Just, just oh, the totally. ugly, the ugliest fucking crying that you could have oh. possibly imagined. It got me. It oh, got buddy. Me. Yeah, it was rough. It was rough. And then Judge Reinhardt getting the fucking weenie whistle, and then it just like sure, I just couldn't. Okay, I got one more. He says <laughs> at the end of the movie, it's the end of the movie when Santa's leaving, yeah. and he's like, "What?" Do you, he says something to Charlie, or somebody says something to Charlie about growing up or something. He's like. When I grow up, I want to be, I want to get into the family business. Yeah. As in becoming Santa, which means that he needs to murder his dad. <laughs> <laughs> or his dad needs to fall off the roof and he needs to put the suit yeah, on. Yeah. yeah. Bleak. <laughs> I did, I did like that. He kept saying, but what happens if I fall off the roof? <laughs> God. It's good shit. Yeah. It's good shit. It's a good one. It's a good one. Jimmy. I don't have a best, my worst. I'm going to talk about three movies. What, what the fuck is the point of having this segment? I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. I don't know. I've just been watching good movies. What do you want from me? All right. Um, we should all be so lucky. Yes, we should. We should. Um, Thrill first one me. I want to talk about is, well, actually, you know what? Maybe I will have a, a worst in there. Let me let me see how this goes out. All right. I think I want to talk about two kind of back to back because I've been... Uh, myself and my girlfriend have been watching all of the Star Wars movies and we just finished watching A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. Good stuff. But I got to watch and appreciate, thanks to internet fanboys who have diligently created this, uh, the original scans from the original theatrical prints of both of those movies. Nice, nice. Um, that have been like upscaled to 4K and in nice surround sound still. You pulling off the original audio prints but um it has been such an interesting thing to witness um just kind of appreciating like what and i know there's something to be said for like the special editions and you know george lucas has been kind of trying to get the movies to the vision that he wanted to have back in the 70s but was limited by technology and kind of he did what the best he could and that was it but there's still something to be said for that of of seeing what audiences back in like 1977 and 1980 would have seen when they went to the movie theaters and saw these movies for the first time. And mm. I think it's just kind of interesting to see as like a piece of film history of like, this is what it was. This is what the original hype was all about. What everyone loved, like, you know, the entire watching a new hope. And then you get to, first of all, there's no Lucasfilm logo, which is very odd. Right. Um, and, um, weird thing for empire was so a new hope had no episode title it just was a new hope um they empire, didn't call it a new hope did they did it even didn't it just did the fucking crawl just start it did just start you're right it was a star wars and then the crawl just started and the crawl um and then for the for empire it was titled episode five yeah so like it was already determined that this was going to be the fifth episode in a weird series yeah um but he made that decision in 1980 which is like a weird thing to kind of see and just be like it threw us both off we were like wait a minute did they just like did they take a version from somewhere else because they couldn't have the opening crawl and then i looked it up and nope it was already episode five um 
I think he had called it episode four shortly before that. Yeah, the original Prince like, didn't have it. Yeah, though. I mean, I mean, like when he started re-releasing it when it was coming up to Empire, I yeah. think that's when he put it in. Yeah. Um, so just interesting about that sort of foresight, and then you know, like you get to the the scene where uh, you know, does Han or Greedo shoot first? Who shot first? And like you can see the original cut before it's been kind of altered and doctored and is now very explicitly clear that Han shot first. Yeah. Um, but back then it was like, oh, what's the debate? And honestly, actually watching it, you're like, yeah, no, Han shot first. Like it's pretty fucking evident. I don't know why it was ever a question. Um it's anyway. because they wanted to make Han they wanted to redo Han so he wasn't he was always a nice guy. Yeah. He, he wasn't a fucking cowboy from yeah. the start. Yeah. Um, but Han was a cowboy. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, they kind of tried to re... Yeah, but the things that are missing from it are interesting. Like, there's no scene with Jabba and the Millennium Falcon. Um, that was added in later. Yeah. Um, and... And there's only, like, two ships the, yeah, that come off Yavin 4. <laughs> there's only, like, two ships that come off of Yavin 4. Um, some of the effects are not... Like, the explosions are a lot smaller than... Yeah what they end up being like the special edition. So like you can see the changes, but even still you look the, at the it. The special ed- well. <coughs> when he redid them again, when he did them for the special editions, they were bigger explosion, but then yeah. when he redid them again, they were like nuclear explosions. Yeah, yeah, now they're, now they're monstrosities, <laughs> but even like but watching it though, like you know, like the sh- the the first fucking uh star destroyer comes overhead as it's chasing after uh Princess Leia's ship. And just even still the lighting effects back then with like how practical that was and like all the miniature models and like, but the lighting that they achieved in there of like coming off the engines, like the blue with the lens flare, it's beautiful to look at. Um, and like that continues on in uh, Empire. Empire is a lot more complete. There hasn't been that many changes to Empire. Um, well, it's Cloud City. But they but, show they actually show Cloud City. They don't show they barely show it they in that. They barely one. show it, but even still, like the matte paintings in the background of Cloud City are beautiful art deco pieces. Like they're it's it's less they they had to do less to that movie than they had to do to A New Hope. Like that one's more complete. And well, that's because pretty, he invented all the technology. Yeah, exactly. He figured it all out. Um and he had more money. Yes. The first right. one is an independent film, one of the most popular independent films yeah. or most Sorry, most um, successful. most successful independent, independent films, films of all yeah. time. Yeah. versus Empire, which is now a Fox, successful, is a, yeah, is a Fox, Fox movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, in Empire, though, like the the cut, like the prints that they got were a lot worse off. There was definitely more res- uh, restoration for A New Hope than there was for Empire. Empire sourcing the prints for that was seemed to be a bit tougher because there were some spots that were like, "Woof, this is this is not fun." Not surprised. Um, but still interesting to see again like how an audience would have experienced that. And so after this we'll we'll do Jedi as well in the same format and see how that looks too. My parents or my dad would have had to have done it. They he recorded Empire and Return of the Jedi yeah. off Super Channel or whatever the fuck in yeah. the eighties. And I'm curious what they look like if they are close to your descents do specialized editions that you're discussing i'm curious if they look like that or if they've been slightly altered or not because i know the box that i have over there is the last time he did the original versions quote unquote 
the gold, the half face the gold one. one? Yeah. That, no, it's the half face ones. The black one. It's black, yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, the, yeah. Go- the gold one's the special edition. I know that. But yeah. it's like they're all half face. And I know that yep. that is the last time he did the original versions before he started to actually like literally too many toying editions. the too many Mathis editions. Yeah. But I've seen this despecialized Star Wars. I've never seen the despecialized Empire or Return of the Jedi. Yeah. But I have, I, I do vividly remember watching Return of the Jedi without fucking, uh, what's the song? Jedi. Yay Jedi or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's in, right. Yeah, in Jab, yeah. Jabba's in, in Palace. Jabba's Palace. It's, it's yeah. something called like Yay Jedi or Jedi. Yeah. Some with the, Jedi with the weird dancing with the creatures. weird dancing yeah. creatures. Yeah. Interesting. I'm excited to see it. Yeah. It, like. Yeah. There's not much to say about no. Star Wars. Like I mean, are, yeah, and you, that's why I'm like talking about the special edi- like the edition that I watch. Not about. There's nothing I can fucking say about no. Star Wars. Yeah. You already know. Yeah. You already. It was just interesting to watch sort of it. And uh, from a historical lens of when it came out and what it looked like back then. What's your favorite? Out of all of them or just out of the original three? Both. Yeah, original three, it's Empire. Yeah. I've always been an Empire boy. Yeah. Um, out of all of them? Hmm. Probably A New Hope. Yeah, when I think about it holistically, across all nine. But if I think about the original three, I like this. I like Empire more than New Hope. But my favorite was always Return of the Jedi. Really, always mine. Really, yeah. I think it's because it's the first one I saw. Oh, okay, that makes sense. It's because it's the first one I saw. Because like when we saw it, it was like when they were drumming up that they were re-releasing yeah. it again. Yeah. Um. Did we did we watch Return of the Jedi first? I thought we I, did. I thought we watched New Hope first. We watched Return of the Jedi off the tape, the the recorded tape the first, yeah. tape. and then they bought the box set, and then I believe we watched Empire off the recorded tape again. But then we would have watched the new ones because yeah. they looked better because yeah. they weren't recorded yeah. off a fucking yeah off a thing. But I do vividly remember we were not allowed to watch the first one until Dad was off shift. He really wanted to watch the first one with us. Huh. Yeah, he did. Which I yeah, think is I impressive because it's like, okay, well, we already watched the other ones. Like, yeah, it's not as impressive, yeah. but yeah. I know that was a big deal for him. And yeah, but yeah, my favorite is Return of the Jedi, Ewoks and all. Um, sure. I think it's just because I love the Jabba stuff. That's fair. It's its own like little the movie. Rancor I love, that, yeah. I love, I love all that. And I love. Yeah. It's a good sequence. Uh, sequence. I think Sail Barge Attack is my favorite track. Oh, okay. I think that's my favorite okay. John Williams track. Uh, other than like the. Um, the theme? The theme and the, um, the metal ceremony at the end of the first oh, one. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. But I love Sail Barge Attack and. Um, Not Duel of the Fates. <laughs> like we're talking like the top the pinnacle of three what about, right? what about the glowing orb song uh, song at the end of episode one <sighs> Jesus <laughs> yeah it's so fun <laughs> and and how it ends where they're like oh this is happy go lucky and Emperor Palatine's just like looking at him he's like yeah yeah, yeah. I'm coming back for you later <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but I agree with you out of all of them I would still pick, I'd pick Star Wars uh, New Hope too what about you yeah, I was gonna say like I grew up. I grew up loving Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi was sure. one of my favorites. But now as an adult, I think my favorite would be A New Hope. Yeah, yeah. Only because it's more, it's more iconic. Yeah, it's, it's more like 
it's the one that's held up the most. Oh yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like it's just such a classic, and it's and it. I will go this far, and I would say it. It's perfect. It is literally perfect. Yeah, from frame to frame, it is perfect. Yeah, all three of the original even trilogy with, is even pretty with, close, even with all the banthas. Too many Banthas edition? No, fuck the too many Banthas edition. <laughs> but like, but it's, it's, no, you're, yeah. If I he didn't it. fuck with it, like if, if he, he just left yeah. it left it alone, perfect. Yeah, perfect. I think it all works. Yeah, I've come around to it. I used to be like, no, stop fucking with your movie. But you know what? He's trying to get to where he wanted to be anyway. So, and I read this once, and it makes perfect sense. Uh, he went through a nasty divorce. Yeah. Yeah. Nasty, nasty divorce. And the money he owed was like the profits from Star Wars type yeah. thing. Like what he made off Star Wars, he he had to split it or whatever the, the split was. Yeah. But when he redoes it, yeah. it's a it's different his. movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if he redoes it, yeah. it's not the same movie. Yeah. So yeah. he makes so, so he, he redid it. So he could keep the money. Genius. <laughs> also, fun byproduct of that messy divorce that he went through. Yeah. Temple of Doom. Yeah. <laughs> the whole it reason makes that so movie much, exists is because so much sense. Him and Spielberg, I think, were going through divorces. They the were going through some time. dark shit. Yeah. It was a dark time. Love it. Is that oh, why the, Temple of Doom's so fucking dark? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. They were working through their problems. Well, I don't like Cronenberg made the brood. So like well, yeah. I mean, some, of the, some of the, <laughs> he was in a dark place. We'll <laughs> have some demons. All right. Cronenberg's, Cronenberg's had demons his entire career. Oh, that's yeah. true. I still wanted Cronenberg's return of the Jedi man. Oh man. <laughs> that would have had some demons. <laughs> oh man. David, you're anyway, best. Dave. So I rewatched May, December again and it's still <laughs> fucking what? wild. Yeah, Alyssa didn't hadn't Alyssa was upset that I watched it because I had to watch it for the uh, podcast. And she's like, You already watched it? I was like, Well, I'll fuck around and watch it again if you want. Sure. And that was less than 48 hours after I watched it the first time. Boys, it's still just as weird, still just as creepy, maybe even creepier. Really? That's, yeah. Great. Still just as unsettling. Still huh. hit still hits the same bars. Uh a little more devastating on Char- Charlie Melton. But the movie I want to talk about, since I'm talking about devastating is Sean Durkin's The Iron Claw, which I caught Ooh, last week okay, at the yeah. Canadian premiere, which apparently Jay Baruchel was at, but he didn't say what up to his boy. So I'm very, very upset. Um, what was I going to say? So uh, that film comes out this Friday. Yeah. And um, do you guys know anything about the Von Eric family? No, I don't. Okay. No, we were talking about this on the weekend, too. Okay. And I was like, yeah, so no, don't, I don't know a lot. So apparently they were cursed that's the whole that's the whole like crux they're a wrestling family like the dad was a wrestler and he kind of got his sons into wrestling yes type thing and he's kind of like an over domineering father type thing pushing them to the limit um and like he never won the belt so he wants them to win the belt whatever um so there's supposed to be a curse on this family right and like if you guys don't know what happens to them don't look it up. Okay. Because it's actually worse than what happened. Like it, it, the movie is inspired by. Oh, I see. But it takes a couple of liberties and it cuts out one of the brothers entirely, which huh. poor bastard. Um, but it's just, if you don't know, 
it's hit every time every time something awful happens it's just a grueling hit you in the fucking stomach dang moment and it's just like you're sitting there and you're like how could this get worse and then it gets worse oh my god <laughs> and you're just like oh my god no wonder you no wonder you were so lovey-dovey afterwards. and then and then but so it's really well done i really really enjoyed it sure. the wrestling scenes are pretty dope yeah. he kind of shoots them he doesn't shoot them the same way they do in Creed, but it's that style where like you're in the ring or you're like on the ropes type thing, watching nice. them do the shit. And it's clearly them. Similar to how Aronofsky did it with the wrestler. Not as intense. Not as intense. Not as intense. And it's like that. That one's more like because he was into hardcore matches and stuff and like the theatricality of wrestling. Yeah. Right. And like every time he like rem- I just when I think of the wrestler. I think of, um, well, I think of Marissa Tomei with uh, nipple rings, but uh, I also think of them pulling staples out of him yeah. or stitching him up because he like goes, like he just puts his body through hell. Yeah. And then you see what his body, lo- like the shell of a man he is. Yeah. This one's a little more like they're the pretty boys type thing. And like they're doing the heel, the face and the heel thing type thing. And they're, they're working all that out, but it's not like viciously violent. Yeah. I guess because it was like more like seventies and eighties type thing, but just like the way he shoots it is great. And I'm sure 2007 Dave could, would never believe this is coming out of my mouth, but Zach Efron is amazing. <laughs> He's so fucking good in this movie. Nice. Like, he has some really great scenes and he has some really understated scenes. And you're sitting there and you're like, this fucking pretty boy from high school musical is an actor now. Yeah. Yeah. Like he he's the the physicality and just like the emotion. Like you're like, why, why haven't you been doing yeah. this the whole time, yeah. Efron? Yeah. What you been doing with yourself? Right. Yeah. And Jeremy Allen White of course, is of course. awesome. Well, he's awesome. At everything he's not he he's not in it as much as I wanted him to be in it, but yeah. he's very, very good. And I like Terrace Dickinson. And the dad, who's a real piece of fucking Holt, shit. Holt, what's his Holt, name? Yeah. yeah. Mc, Holt McNulty or whatever. I yeah, think it's the his guy, name. The guy from uh, Mindhunter. Yeah. 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 He's always a he's always like a supporting character. And he's, he's always very, like that guy kind of thing. Yeah. Like, but he's like front and center Holt of McCallany. this. There you go. Yeah. He's front and center in this movie. And like, he is a despicable piece of dog shit. And he's very good yeah. at it. Yeah. I can and, like, see him being good at that kind of role. Like uh, Maura Tierney is good, but they don't use her nearly enough. And is it Lily James? Lily James. Lily yeah. James is pretty good in this as well. But all of that to say, it goes through a lot, and the timeline is clear at the beginning. Yeah. Because like it starts off as like this is 1969, Dallas in 1969, and then kind of like goes through the 70s type thing, and then it starts into the 80s. But then it starts really jumping, mm-hmm. and then you're just you kind of like okay, well, I don't really have a frame of reference right now because, like, the movie ends in, like, the mid-90s type thing, and you're like, okay, well, I didn't realize we had jumped that far. Yeah. So there's, like, a whole little, like, it's, like, as the second act's going into the third, it just, like, time-wise, yeah. it doesn't quite come together as nicely, but then it there's a pair of scenes right at the end, and I swear to God, they are the most emotional things I've seen all year. Wow. One has Zac Efron and he starts talking. I couldn't even look at him because I wanted to. I was just ready to cry. Like as he's talking, I'm just like, oh, my God, I can't look up or I'm going to start bawling my eyes. Oh, jeez. 
and then Jeremy Allen White has a has a scene too, and it's just it's a fucking punch in the gut. Yeah, but it's wow. so beautiful and it's so beautifully done, and it could have gone so his scene specifically could have gone so fucking wrong, mm. but the way he does like because it it starts you're just like what the fuck are you doing. And then the way it goes, I'm just like, this is this is this is cinema, boys. This is cinema. Damn. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, all of this to say, it's grueling. It's a downer. It's really, really well done, and I urge you all to go see. Perfect. And I shall. Yeah, I was just seeing what else Sean Durkin has done. Uh, Martha Marcy May Marlene. Yeah. Which have you seen that? No. That movie's a trip. Um. Oh and uh the nest is the it nest. Yeah, yeah that one's that one's not i don't like that one as much but it's pretty good too yeah. you like the nest that was decent yeah it's not martha marcy may marlene i've never seen that one you guys owe it to yourself to watch that movie i'll pick Apparently, it up off your shelf it's dead real. ringers the, the tv the, show the show right the TV show, yeah. yeah and uh he did southcliffe hmm. interesting interesting yeah he hasn't done near like He's kind of like had like blips. He isn't yeah. as prolific as he should be. But yeah, you guys yeah. should definitely check out Martha Marcy. All right. That one's a journey. I can I can put that on my list. It's a slow burn, but it's a journey. Sick. Tony. So for my meh, I have a film that I know both of you have never heard of. Mm. Uh, it was a new one on Netflix. It was, I've actually spotted it on a, top 10 Netflix original Netflix original movies of uh, the year. It is a Korean film called Ballerina. I do know what that is. I'm okay. very surprised. I haven't watched it, but I do know what that is. Talk to me, goose. Ballerina. Simple simple premise. Yeah. Uh, girl it's about goes a ballerina. It's about a ballerina. Yeah. Sick. Imagine that. Imagine that. Uh, it is about an assassin uh, who befriends a ballerina. Right. Uh, becomes friends with her, becomes really close with her. Right. Uh, one day she goes and sees her, and uh, her friend has killed herself. Oh. And she has left a note that says, "Avenge me." Oh no. Uh, as you do, as you do. So, uh, the movie is about this woman. Yeah. Who avenges her friend? Oh. And uh, yeah, it's about ninety minutes. Cool. It is uh, neon soaked. Right, drenched, drenched Asian movie. Lots of bisexual lighting. Uh, Lots of bisexual (laughs) lighting. Excellent. Um, it's a little light. It's a little paper thin on the plot. Sure, because there's like this like sex trafficking thing and like gangsters and, uh, it's really thin. Motivations are very like not well thought out. Mm. Um, avenge me. Yeah, cool, bro. Right, (laughs) but once you've seen. Once you've seen one, you've seen them all, kind of thing. Uh, okay, right. But the action, top notch. Like I could not say a bad thing about the action. There's so many gunfights. There's so many fist fights. Um, the ending. Yeah. The way the way the ending goes, it is it is a holy shit, man. Because you get a little, nice. you get like they plant the seed during the movie, and you're yeah. like, I bet that's gonna come into play later. <laughs> Right. And boy, it does. Ooh. And check it is off wor- seed. <laughs> check <Yeah>. off seed. <laughs> yeah. Ew. <laughs> uh, let's just say Chekhov's fire. Oh, okay. Let's just put it that that way. Okay. Um, overall, I was just a little bit mad on it, only because, like, like I said, you've seen one. You see, it's it's hard to keep doing the revenge 
the revenge movie, right? Like, you know, this girl's an assassin. You know, this girl like fuck shit up. Like right from the right from the fucking get go, they there's these guys in a convenience store and they're holding they're holding the place up, and uh, she just like sneaks on by and just puts like a can on the thing, and being like, "Can I buy this?" Mm. She doesn't want anything to do with anything around her. She's just like, "Can I buy this?" And the guy's like uh, looking. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah okay." He give, she gives him the money and he's like, "Unfortunately, I don't have any change." Right? Yeah. Because he's been fucking robbed. So she looks over at the guy and takes the money out of the fucking bag. And he's like, oh, it's okay. I got it. And the guys are like, what the fuck? And then they goes to swing at her and she like just holds up the can. He like punches the can and then like she just lays waste to these guys and then she just leaves. Um, That's really all I got to say about it. It's uh, it's I don't think you should necessarily seek it out immediately. Um, but definitely keep it in the back of your mind for sure. Cool, it's a good one. It All just right. throws me off because the new Anna de Armas John Wick spinoff is called Ballerina as well. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Right, so it keeps throwing me off. Yeah, yeah. I still have to watch that uh, TV show. Yeah, oh, the, the Continental. Continental. Yeah. I do too. On the list. It's on yeah. the list. I'll watch it on the flight. <laughs> do it up buddy it's not that long a flight there's uh it's like it's five fe- hours i got time it's feature length episodes bro <laughs> yeah, i got time i'll squeak them in all right, all right. um yeah i think i'm gonna end up just talking about three movies so since tony had uh sold us viciously on it last episode uh dave and i decided to go see godzilla minus one didn't we see like the next day or something it was like two days it, it later was, like two days later yeah <laughs> um so excellent um and the movie is fucking fun it's just fun um it's a good one i had a really good time yeah i don't think i have uh i don't think i loved it as much as you did yeah but i still really enjoyed it good um the sound was incredibly loud Unreal. i don't really understand why it needed to be in an imax to be honest um, I don't think I any of it was sound. shot in IMAX. I, just it was just that an, sound, I think buddy. it's just an excuse to yeah. to play it loud. You could have been in an AVX and it would have yeah. been fine, but whatever. It's fine. It was IMAX. Um or Limax. Yeah. Um, Him laying waste waste Giza is a Giza? Uh Ginza? Ginza? Yeah. Ginza. 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 Uh insane. It was so great. Like the Godzilla looked great. So uh, good, right? Looked menacing is what he looked like. Menacing he is fucking heck. terrifying. Maybe not so much in the beginning opening scene on the little island. I felt like that was kind of a little, a little goofy. Goofy. Yeah. Um. But yeah, once he gets into Ginza, nuts. And like even in the water where you can't really see him, and he's laying waste to the ships and stuff. Crazy. That's um, that scene where they're just like Godzilla is approaching. Godzilla is approaching, and then like literally the next frame is just him hawking the fucking. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, Excellent. we gotta go. Like, we gotta we get gotta this. Go. The plan, we gotta plan, go. Plan B. Plan B. <laughs> what are you all like, fucking moseying around on the dock for? You should have been out or anyway. Fuck. Um. Yeah, I did. I appreciated how how much more human the story was. Something that like the, I'll say the American Godzilla movies have struggled with consistently. Consistently. Um. Whereas this, they were able to really work a really human story into a Godzilla movie. And you care you care about the humans, yeah. man. Yeah. You could you could probably cut out a lot of the Godzilla stuff and it would still work as a pretty right. solid human yeah. movie. Um and uh yeah, and I mean like I think the the biggest greatest achievement of that movie was uh the one gentleman that passed out and snored through the entire thing. 
it was probably the best part of that that entire experience and the fact that also it took dave a little bit to notice what was going on because there was you know like it's loud it's loud it's loud but there's also a lot of quiet moments right where it's just like the family or they're they're in the house and they're just talking or something and there's moments of quiet and literally every single quiet moment was just punctuated by a so like the entire theater and i heard it and i was just i started giggling and i was like what the fuck and i look over at dave and dave's like what are you and then all you hear is and dave's like oh no i love that you say that because like during one of the quiet moments in my screening yeah uh all of a sudden music started to play right oh no and then there was a bunch of us that were just like is that the radio like is there a radio playing or something we're like looking around people are like looking at us and we're like it's not me like what's what the fuck's the deal yeah we look up into the corner fucking bitch's phone is just like is just ringing and no and she's just not she's totally oblivious to it and we're like uh excuse me can you get your phone and like they're all like scrambling for it no one knows who phoned it so like for a good like five minutes it was like a search to be like whose phone is that but it was like oh my god man that's frustrating at least ours was hilarious no, but it but it was just funny though because yeah. like it was like that Spider Man moment. It was like, is it your phone? Is it your phone? No, it's your phone. No. Yeah, right. So and, and not our West Side Story experience where they just filmed <laughs> an entire section of the movie. Yeah, in the theater. Oh my god! There's seven people in the theater. <laughs> <coughs> There's seven people in the theater. You're sitting in front of five of them. Don't do it. You shouldn't be filming in the theater in the first place. Yeah. If you're gonna have to do it. Go back. Go to the. Go behind. Yeah. No one's gonna hold it against you. Yeah. I know we have reserved seats, but there's seven of us. <laughs> yeah. Have some fucking respect. Come on. You knew we were there. It's not like you it's, didn't know it we was were there. Silly. Oh like, man. And it was just for one song. And like you know, you can watch it on YouTube after the movie. It's probably up there. But anyway, uh, circling all the way back to Godzilla, fucking highly recommend. I know Dave, you would probably recommend as well. I would. Like it for me, it was a go fucking see it. Go out there. Go so watch good. It. So so. I, ju- good. I just want to know. Just a lot of fun. How tired that guy was. Because everyone was chuckling and stuff. Oh yeah. And I didn't notice at first because I like there was a there were a couple of stoners that like left to go smoke a joint or whatever, and they came back and they were kind of just acting like fucking skeevy stoners but then james mentioned it and i saw yeah. the guy back there and then everyone when the credits were up yeah, yeah. it's like deep into the credits oh like and the house lights are up everyone's leaving the everyone left and they're yeah. just looking at him people taking pictures i was like mother like i've slept in movies i get it yeah sometimes you're tired yeah yeah and everyone's just looking at him i was like is someone gonna fucking wake him up yeah because <laughs> i've seen like i've seen tiktoks where the guy's like Yo, I just woke up at the movies and nobody's here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like trying to leave and he can't. Like that's all locked. Yeah, and I was like, I don't want somebody to do that to me. Yeah, don't do me dirty like that. So I went up, and I could see the person in the booth. I was like, people still go in the booth. They were like looking at me as I was doing it because it was like if I didn't do it, they might have done it. Yeah, but I like went up to him and I like his shoes were off. He was like, he wasn't home comfy. He no, wasn't homeless, he but he was comfy. comfortable. He yeah. was very, very comfy. And like, give him a little nudge. Give him another little nudge. Nothing. Harder nudge. Nothing. <laughs> like, I basically pushed him over. Yeah. And he looked, he looked at me like he just woke up out of a yeah, coma. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, 
movie's over. Because <laughs> <laughs> he looked at me, looked at the screen, looked at me, looked at the screen, and then I was like, movie's over, bro. <laughs> it finally clicked and registered me, yeah. Shout Poor out to that guy, guy for paying 25 bucks to go take a nap. Yeah. Poor guy. Rough. Although that happy go lucky montage where it was just like a sitcom, a family sitcom, that was oh, weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That part was weird. That was that was a lot of fun. Uh it's just a fun movie, it's man. Fun. I, lo- I loved it. It was so good. Dave. So speaking of sleeping in movies, <laughs> uh my I guess this would be a low best high meh. Um is uh the new Alexander Payne joint, The Holdovers. Oh, I'm very, I'm very happy that you're bringing up this movie. Yeah, because it's gonna tie into my Shutter Minute. Oh, okay, okay, good, yeah. good, good. So I guess we're talking about Christmas movies. So this is this is a Christmas movie. Sure. Uh, I saw this movie at TIFF. Yeah. Um, your boy helped sneak me into it because I wasn't gonna get in. Right. So he helped me out. So shout out to him, Shaw. Shout out to Shaw. So shout out to Shaw for helping me out. Um, doing me a solid because they put it in the smallest fucking theater for some stupid reason. Um, I'm pretty certain I slept through at least like 35% of that movie. Oh, good lord. Because I, I was watching it and I'm like, I don't remember any of this. <laughs> and there's like a whole chunk of the movie where I was like, I don't remember any of this. this. Yeah. Because like certain bit, I was like, okay, yeah, I re- yeah, 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 I get it. Okay, I slept through this five minute bit. No more, no more. There's like a 25 minute section of the movie where I was just like, okay, I slept through this. Yeah, yeah I love it. <laughs> All yes. of that to say, I know a lot of people really love it. I think it's very good, but I think it's a little too slow for my liking. It's a little mm-hmm. too 70s sluggish for me. Everyone's going nuts about this movie. Like man. it's really well done. Like Paul Giamatti like, of course, Paul Giamatti's good. He's the curmudgeonly fucking. Do you know the pitch? Do you know what the movie's about? I know what the movie's about. Yeah. And I know. Do the, you know what the movie's about? Yeah. Okay. And I know the internet meme of Paul Giamatti at the party. Oh, yeah. That's turned into a big thing. Yeah. I'm very, <laughs> I'm very excited when I see this movie to yeah. see this moment, to see what the whole hub of Baloo is about. I slept through that part. So when it happened, I was like, <laughs> nice. Oh, I want to just give him a hug now. And then oh. I saw that it was a meme. I was like, Oh, I wish I knew more about that in September. <laughs> but all that to say, Giamatti, amazing. Divine, divine, divine. Is that what you were calling it? Divine, divine Rudolph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say Divine Joy Rudolph. Yeah. I think is what her name is, or Randolph, 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 Randolph. Randolph. Uh, amazing. She's the front, so she's good. The front runner. She's the front runner for a reason. Yeah. She's very good. Every time she's on, she's on the screen. You're just like glue, glue glue she's so wow. good wow. she's the she's the cop in uh after party isn't she no only murders only murders that's yeah, what it is. the cop okay. in the after party is uh tiffany haddish yeah yes okay um and then the kid uh dominic senna yep he is very good dominic sessa 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 He's very, very good. It takes nice. him a little bit to kind of warm up, but then when you get into the heart of the story. He's very, very good. Like it's just a great movie. It has it has the seventies feel look and feel. Like it starts off with like a fake focus focus features logo that they would have had in the seventies. Wow. Nice. Like okay. it even has like the this motion picture is rated R type thing, but it had yeah, it's the yeah. it's the seventies one. Yeah. So it I like the look, I like the feel, I like how um invested in the characters you get and how um Giamatti is just 
fucking aces. Sure. But yeah, there's just like, it's not, I said sluggish earlier. It's just like, it's very just, the pacing's not for me. Yeah. Not quite your tempo? Not quite my tempo. I needed to kind of speed up a little bit. How does it, it, uh, because I know we we like Alexander Payne's movies. I'm specifically saying his movies. Um, We do. Except for downsizing. Except for downsizing, obviously. <laughs> or sorry, the second half of downsizing. <laughs> how does, have you how, seen downsizing? No, I haven't. Okay, don't. Don't All do right. it. I wasn't planning on it. Now, um, now especially now, don't do it. <laughs> okay. Um, how does the holdover stack up against his other his other movies? Because he has a couple bangers in his I think it's really... He didn't write it. Okay. Which I think is a good thing. Yeah. Because he usually writes his own stuff. So it's interesting when somebody who writes their own stuff does something that someone else wrote. Yeah. So I think, because it, it feels and it looks like a pain movie, but he didn't write it. So yeah. it's kind of like he kind of injected it. But, uh, well, it's not sideways, obviously. Nothing, nothing is sideways. And, and nothing I, is election either. Nothing's election no. or descendants, but I would put it like kind of under there. Under there? It. Yeah. Like, okay. it's miles ahead of downsizing. <laughs> miles ahead of downsizing. Yeah, yeah. And I liked it a little more than Nebraska. I was going to say how to measure up against Nebraska. Like, I don't mind Nebraska, but it, it we're talking about pacing. Nebraska. Right. Yeah, Nebraska is <laughs> a fucking slow burn. <laughs> oh, uh, June Squibb, though, in that movie. June Squibb. <laughs> Bruce Stern, man. Bruce Stern. I think June Squibb has, like, an action movie coming out soon. Can't wait for that. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was kidding, uh, but I, I'm not. Um, it's well done. It's nice. very well done. The hype is warranted. It just nice. I wanted it to be a little quicker on the I pacing. So yes. I know why I fell asleep, but watching it like kind of not after watching a marathon of movies, just mm-hmm. watching it on its own, mm-hmm. probably recommended. Nice. Nice. So and yeah, it'll be a it'll be a new Christmas classic. Okay. All right. I love yeah, that. Great. Yeah. I'll be seeing it before the end of the year. Well, I hope there you so. go. Yeah. I don't know that I will, but I'll try. I hope so. Mr. Tony. So for my worst to stay on the brand of Christmas, mm-hmm. I have an abysmal piece of shit Christmas movie. Yeah. Uh, it's called Operation Christmas Drop. Oh, no. <laughs> this is. Why do a, I know what this is? Yeah. Why do I know what Nef- this is? It's a Netflix original. Yeah. That belongs on the Hallmark channel, obviously. Right. Uh, typical Hallmark Christmas movie. Like. Uh, this government base in uh, in an island that's escaping me right now. It's like Hawaii. I, it might actually be Hawaii. Um, they do this uh, humanitarian run where they bring where uh, they bring Christmas presents and resources and all this stuff to certain islands that don't necessarily get the resources yeah. uh, in a timely fashion. Um, and like a girl from the government is sent to uh, see how this base is running and if the base is warranted to stay open huh yeah i basically summed up the movie for you oh uh in a typical hallmark fashion the girl comes in she's like you know like a hardened like government uh worker who's like very like to the bone and then you got the happy-go-lucky soldier guy who um is for for all of this and he like warms her heart and they fall in love and you know all that happy shit it's fucking terrible. Uh, it is it is like bargain bin like yeah. 99 cent 
Hallmark trash. Straight to VHS. Yeah, that that's about it. Yeah. Like the girl, the girls will definitely like it. the The male lead is is dreamy. He's gore. He's blonde, blue eyes, like baby face. Um, yeah, it's a little heartwarming. Like it does. So it does. He he was a member of the Hitler Youth. Yeah, it was very Aryan. <laughs> yeah, you he sounds very Aryan. You describe someone who's well, very Aryan. Well, all right, guys. Like you don't not, need to show. I get. I get it. Aryan. He was like, the Ubermensch. Yeah, you said he like, has blonde hair and blue eyes. Oh, Tony. for fuck's sake, guys! Why do you got it? Why you got to do this to me? Why you got to take it there? We got to take it. You got to take it. Make it you uncomfortable. You got to take it. You got to take it. This is what the fucker looks like. He's the one on the left, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I th- are we wrong? <laughs> I thought he was on the right. I couldn't. I can't tell. <laughs> okay, so he's a little Aryan. Like, whatever, guys. Like, this is not the point. Your girlfriend, your girlfriend will like it. Your wife will like it. Any wife in this, in this, who is listening to this podcast, will adore this movie. My wife likes it, but she knows that the dialogue is absolutely despicable. Um, How does it compare to that Heather Graham Brandy? It's on the same. It's Jason on the same Bing's level. Joy. That movie is, a, <laughs> is another abysmal piece that movie's of shit. Like a hair over an hour, and it felt like four. <laughs> it just felt so long. And like you know, like I don't like doing my girl Heather Graham dirty. Like she is, she is absolutely fabulous. But the movie just sucks so <laughs> much. Oh, God, I was debating putting that as the worst, as my worst too, because yeah. I did see that recently too. Um, yeah. No thanks. No, no thanks. No bueno. Skip, Chuck it in skip. the bin. Chuck it in the bin. There's no bueno. other Christmas movies that you can watch. Yeah. Other no. cheesy Christmas movies that you can yeah. watch that are ten times better than that. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. So it's my turn again, right? Because you already did your three. What about this guy? He hasn't done his third. He did. He struck two and then he did three. If no, you want can, another one, I have can, another I one. Can. Yeah, I can. Yeah. Oh, him did he? Did, oh, yeah. Did he? Because he had Star Wars and Empire together. So okay. yeah, if you had last time you did it, you told me you were done. So oh, if you yeah. have another, please. Well, yeah, sure. Um, Hit me. So I've thrill me. I'll try to. Um, so I've recently gone into no longer thrilled. Wow. <laughs> I recently got into like I, I've been getting into audiobooks a little bit more. So I've been like listening and reading to things. So I went through Dune, and that partially inspired me to rewatch Dune again. Um, after after reading uh, listening to it, um. Denis or David Denis, Lynch? Denis. I, I'm waiting. I will watch the David Lynch version before Dune Part 2 because I'm psychotic. Um, I still need to see it. it it's going to happen. <laughs> Fuck, I um, can't wait for both your reactions. Uh, I'm very excited. Um, but for some reason, I and I, I don't really know. I think it was also because like right after that, I think I... I uh, listen to the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and I was just in like a, a weird spacey mood um, and then Napoleon was coming out so I decided to rewatch The Martian um, Ridley Scott? Yeah, Ridley Scott now you see where the theme was and Matt, why Matt my Damon. head went there Matt Damon. and Matt Damon in space um, I fucking love that movie <laughs> it's solid Like, Ridley why did. do we keep spending so much money to retrieve Matt Damon from I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know we mounted an entire like <laughs> yeah we mounted an entire uh, military expedition in Saving Private Ryan we mounted a space program and this we mounted in another space program in Interstellar uh, I don't know Ridley actually hits with this one he, he really does and he like he, he like, really does he make he makes it and it works like yeah. it's just I think it's because it's the it writing is, it's the it's definitely the writing it's the writing and Matt Damon obviously the writing's great Matt Damon is aces and the rest of the supporting cast is 
fucking great. Like it's it's an everybody who's everybody's in this movie. Yeah, and like they're all just killing it. Like Jeff Daniels is great. Um, Jessica Chastain is great. Um, Sebastian Stan. Stan. Uh, I can't remember. Michael Pena. Glover. Uh, oh, Donald Glover is in it. Yeah, Donald Glover. Um, uh, Sean Bean. Um, doesn't die. He doesn't die for, for once. Him. Uh, he does get fired though, which is pretty close. <laughs> I think it's. I I could chuck that in the he dies in this movie. He, he loses his his career in this movie. Um, no, but it's great. Like I think it, most of it is is grounded. It feels just not the too distant future. Everything feels like properly designed. I know they worked with NASA a lot to like make all that happen and make it look as good as it does. But like Matt Damon carries the whole heart of that movie. And it oh, works. for sure. I'm does. just I'm just remembering him dancing around when he's planting potatoes. Yeah. And when he's like, they're trying to get him off and he's kind of like hanging out of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm envisioning. I haven't seen it in a long, long yeah. time, but I remember liking it's, it a lot. It's a lot of fun. And like, there's, there's just really good moments in there. And like, there's fun throwaway jokes about like, you know, like, cause he, he farms potatoes and, um, uh, the, the botanists back on earth are mad at him, but, they can't deny how successful he's been and like um there's the weird the weird hilarious double joke about him being a space pirate um there's just good stuff like it's and it is the writing i think it, um, a lot of it comes down to the writing and then really scott is just he is a good director so it like the shots look good the the compositions are oh, great yeah, like beautiful. it all i think works. it's because it's it's not a like heavy drama no like it's it's not quite a comedy, even though the Golden Globes would tell you it is. Yeah, I was literally yeah, yeah. about to say I, I distinctly two remember. Jokes, so now it's a comedy. Yeah, like, like it's not quite a comedy, but it's yeah. lighter than yeah than fucking I, I don't anything that he yeah. does. But even still, like the stakes are are high. high and they feel high. And like when you know, like when the entire thing blows out, he loses his crop of potatoes, and like you know. I, I you see his like weight loss after that and like his rations of rations and like when he crushes a Viking up into a potato because he's just like fuck it at this point <laughs> I, I felt for it and it's just like damn man like that sucks like yeah um, and it has a good soundtrack too I remember that so it his in it's one of those soundtracks that it's not one of those ones that it's like oh it stands out like I really want to re-listen to the Martian soundtrack but like it fits so lovely into it um who did the soundtrack was it was it Displot? I might have been Displot. Uh, I remember I um, like Starman was a, a key part of that movie too. Yes. Yeah. It definitely was. Isn't uh, there a line in it where he's like, I'm going to science the shit out I'm of this? Science yes. The shit out of this. Yes, that is a line. <laughs> excellent line. <laughs> that is a line. No notes. Most excellent line. Um, but yeah, overall, I just, I really, really enjoyed watching it again. It had been a while since I had seen it. And uh, if you haven't seen it in a while, you should. That sounds uh, about right. Sorry, the list of credits on this movie includes seventy-eight thousand people. Yeah, that makes sense. And I feel like it composer was, was Harry Gregson Williams. Oh, okay. Well, shout out to the Splat just because the Splat's just awesome. The Splat, but it was, it's also still a very good score. So good job, Harry Gregson Williams. <laughs> just a, just a small aside. Um, did you ever buy Interstellar on Blu-ray? I think so. So it came with a, a 70 millimeter IMAX frame. Yes. Yes. Like a specific yes. frame of the movie. Yep. What was your frame? 
I don't remember right now. Uh, I have it, but I don't remember what one it was. Mine was Matt Damon's face. <laughs> I think mine was like space or something like that. But oh, Ma- God I'm damn. not even kidding. Mine is Matt Damon's face. <laughs> I think oh. actually no. Now I'm remembering mine. Mine is uh, like it's a frame of the of the ship in space, like rotating. Mine is Matt yeah, Damon's yours face. Is still Matt Damon's face. <laughs> it's excellent. And because I couldn't tell anyone for a while because I was like, this is a huge spoiler <laughs> if you haven't seen the movie. But yeah, Matt Damon's face. So thanks, Chris, for that. <laughs> he, he did you. He did you well. He did. He did. All right. Give me your worst. <clears throat> so this one's going to be thematic. This one's another thematic gem. Uh, Tim Burton's opus. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. Johnny Depp. Oof. <laughs> Tony, say that again for me. Oof. Say it one more time. Oof. Just over and over again Oof. for two fucking Oof. hours. Oof. Holy Jesus, guys. It's fucking weird. It's fucking bad is what it is. Yeah, Apparently, right? it's more in tune with the the, the book versus yeah, uh, the Gene that. Wilder. But yeah, like, I can see that. It's bad. Like Mr. Mr. That, Mr. Little Jeans is in it, is yeah. he? No, it's not Mr. Little it's Jeans. It's not Mr. Little Jeans? It's not Mr. Oh. Little Jeans. But just, it's just so bad. I've not seen that movie since it came out. It's so bad. Like, the kids are amazing. Yeah. The kids they picked to play, the kid they picked to play Charlie, Freddie Highmore, obviously, aces yeah. before he became fucking Norman Bates. Yeah. Um, The kids they picked for Veruca, Augustus, uh, Violet, and Mike. Yeah all great like if you know anything if you ever read the book if you watched willy Won- if you watched willy wonka sure the image you have of these characters yeah. perfect they pick the perfect people <coughs> and but it's just like what they add to it that just doesn't work for me mm. other than making grandpa joe not a piece of shit Isn't like, there like they, they entire- do a good job of making yeah. grandpa joe like you know, maybe he's not awful versus yeah. versus the 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 first one where you're like, fuck this guy. Right. Yeah, <laughs> true. Like an entire like subplot of like uh of Willie like with his dad and yes. stuff. Yes. Christopher yeah. Lee's Christopher his dad. Yeah. Lee's his dad. I just it's that, weird. That it's so fucking weird. It's weird. It's weird. It has great pacing because it takes it's like a two hour movie and it's like 40 minutes before you even see Willy Wonka before they even get to the factory. Yeah. Huh. Which is great, and yeah. I loved the I loved how it just moves because I was like it was like two in the morning, and I was like I should probably turn this off. It's like oh, it's almost over. Okay, um, but like the look is pretty decent, and then once they get to the factory and fucking Willy Wonka shows up, you're like, what the fuck is happening? It just goes yeah. full Tim Burton. For it there, go, it doesn't it? even go full Tim. It gets it's just weird for the sake of being weird like he's doing like this man child michael jackson yeah fucking thing yeah and it's not working yeah and like they keep doing a recurring joke where he keeps walking into like windows and stuff and i'm like okay this isn't working Which, and like he's just he doesn't have like i know i'm putting gene wilder on the pedestal but gene wilder had like this mix of like he's a fucking maniac yeah but like you should not <laughs> well, be trusting this psychopath but he was still like endearing this yeah. one you're just like you're not quite psychopath you're just fucking weird yeah and like you know you're, you're just it's, like, are you are you accurate. just are you just are you just tim burton <laughs> like yeah, he has like the funny voice too doesn't that's he? why like, i said yes. michael jackson because yeah. it's a michael jackson-esque voice it's, 
of like this. I don't even want to try to do it, but it's like very like low and kind of child. Hello, children. Like I kind just, of sim- like maybe remember- even lower than that, but something like that. He does the line. He's just like, that's Boogie. Yeah. Cl- like a cross between what you guys just that's did. Boogie. That's Johnny Depp. The that's whole movie. And him. it's weird. Yeah. No. And like you're saying, like, it's it's more accurate to the book. But like, is it, though? Because that is not like a like. I always felt like Wonka was more the Gene Wilder. He's a psychopath with some sort of childlike wonder to him of imagination and stuff. But the way that Johnny Depp plays him is like, is that book accurate? Because that's not the book accuracy that I had. And I read Charlie and Chocolate so did I religiously as a kid. So did I. Like, like I remember reading it, but it was close. Like, I know thematically it's a closer yeah okay other than the additions that they put in for no reason but it's a closer look like they don't have like the whole subplot about um stealing recipes and stuff and they don't have like charlie and grandpa joe drinking the fucking fizzy drink yeah (coughs) because like charlie's just like he's just in the background of this movie the whole time and at the end he's like you get the factory he's like what cool yeah. Okay. Which is also strange. Strange. That's not like the book at all. But anyway, okay, sure. Strange. Yeah. And just, yeah, the dad stuff does not work. And just like the look of the tra- the factory is like some of it's real, but then a lot of it is CG and it's not quite coming together as well as it should. Because I know he trained the squirrels right. or like the, they, they had trained squirrels to do the moves, but like putting them all together, it looks fake as shit. Yeah. It just doesn't look right. And making the one guy be all the Oompa Loompas does not look right. Yeah. Like, I know there's only like five guys in the the 70s one, but it looks a lot better than this guy doing right. mo- mocap for all, for all of them. Or for all for so 100, 100 million of them. Million of them. And they make it much more racist and much more slave like what he's doing with these oompa loompas Jeez. as opposed to the as opposed to the 1970s yeah. one yeah is there any music in it like is there yeah. any song there's there's songs in- yeah the oompa loompas sing like the oompa loompa song yeah they sing the oompa loompa songs but like it's not a full-blown musical or like closer to a musical than the seven like the 70s the one 70s one has- is like a half musical yeah. kind of thing. yeah yeah but this one just has like the musical interludes. Okay. <coughs> but yeah, it just, it does like so much of it works, but then so much more of it doesn't. And you're just sitting there and you're like, this is just fucking weird for the sake of being weird. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. I just, I know we're going to talk about this in a little bit, but like it's telling that Wonka took from the 1970s one and not the 2005 one. Yeah. It's very telling. Yeah. 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 That's fair. I haven't seen That's it in forever. So that makes sense. And I don't plan on ever revisiting don't, it. So. Just don't bother. Yeah. Okay. I think if you want to fill up, fill up your Tim Burton, Johnny Depp numbers uh, by all means, but all things, but you know what? I might not be worth it. I don't think it's worth it, but I just like, just to end it off because I know Tony wants to talk about his spooky shutter minute. If he could have bottled the energy and the fucking the zip of this movie. Yeah. I think so many of Tim Burton's like follow-up films, like fucking Dumbo or fucking Alice in Wonderland, right. or was that Miss Pettigrew's fucking peculiar whatever peculiar the shit? Children yeah. or something. Peculiar children. Peculiar children. That one. If he could have had ha- even half the energy of this movie and the zip of this movie, 
I feel like every movie since then would have been like 10 yeah. times better. Yeah. Yeah. That's a fair call out. So Tony, want to get spooks? Let's get spooks. Spooky. Evil lurking deep inside. Its darkness knows no limit. So listen closely if you dare. This is the Shudder Minute. That was. So for the Shudder Minute, I have the new Shudder original called The Sacrifice Game. Okay. And uh, we wanted this at Fantasia, and we yeah. did not get it. Yeah. Um, Is there a reason? Yeah, I'd say so. Okay. Uh, f- quick overview. Some people are left behind over Christmas break at a boarding school. Sure. Um, they are just staying at the boarding school over the holidays, and a bunch of serial killers just show up on their front door, and uh, they have to survive the night. Oh. Remember the holdovers, Dave? Yeah, I do. Yeah. If you go on Letterbox, people are calling the sacrifice game the holdovers, but with serial killers. Fair. Uh, okay. Yeah. By All way, right. but it's the holdovers by way of a slasher movie. Oh, okay. Fair. Um, which, you know, I think I've seen the sacrifice game and I think I can figure out what happens during the holdovers to figure this all out. Um, the movie itself, I wanted I wanted a little bit more. Yeah. But it was but it was decent. And I will say the standout to me is um I'm gonna butcher his name, but I'm gonna try my best. Mena Ma, uh Mina Mas- Masood. Masood mm-hmm. from Aladdin. Oh, he okay. is absolutely like diabolical. Nice. Like he's he a is, great fuck he's a great fucking he actor. Is yeah, fucking yeah. menacing in this movie, man. Like he does some vicious ass fucking shit. Okay. Like He's a scar. I think he's a Scarborough boy. Yeah, he is. He is next or, level. Uh, he's not Toronto, but he's. I'm almost certain it's Scarborough. And there's this scene at the beginning where this fan, this random family, is having like a Christmas get together. Uh, their friends leave, and then the four of them go up. Literally, are watching this happen, yeah. and then they go up to the house. They knock on the door. Buddy comes out and says, "Oh, like who? Who are you?" And um, the guy just stabs him in the throat. Just stabs him in the throat. Mm. Go walks into the house. The camera is literally just staying there, and they go into the house. They close the door. The camera then moves to the front window of the house, and you see the guy right. who's like fucking. He's he's bleeding from the neck. He's all over the place. You see the wife who's just standing there with the cookies. They bash the cookies down, and they grab the woman, and then the camera just moves, and it does like a little like round the house thing. Oh. The camera's still the the shot hasn't cut yet, and it's like moving around the house. It goes to the backyard, and you see through the back window what the fuck it, what happens to the woman. The woman gets thrown onto the table. They rip open her dress, and then Buddy just comes out of nowhere and just stabs her directly into the fucking chest. And then you see a Jesus. woman take like a one of the women with the with the killers. They take she takes like a paintbrush. Camera still hasn't cut yet. She like does this like little like graffiti thing on the window. And then it's like the sacrifice game. I was like, holy huh. shit, this is this okay. is intense. Playing for keeps. Playing for keeps no right doubt. off the bat. Good lord. And then the movie goes down. Uh, there. Uh, that's too bad. 
such promise such promise like that opening scene was so good it must have like i really want to know how they filmed it and stuff whether it's like just a guy with a moby with a steady cam or you know they're on like a crane or something i could see them doing the crane um it'd be on the dolly no definitely not a doll it's it to set to set up that that amount of track on what they are, it it's more it's either it's either on a crane or it's steady cam, and it's the guy just walking and they're like patting or they're passing off the camera, um, probably passing that maybe passing maybe passing for sure. Yeah. But it's a hell of an opening scene, hell of an opening shot. Um, I just wish the rest of the movie the rest was better of it, yeah. because like it comes into like like these these killers they're like they're they're looking for a demon. They're basically trying to um, bring a demon back into the world. Right. Basically. I caught that when you said sacrifice. Right. So, um, yeah, it, it gets into that subplot and then it kind of comes full circle when, you know, the demon isn't what they thought the demon would be. Right. Right. And, uh, yeah. It just kind of it just kind of peters out from there. So like the babysitter, <laughs> kind of Rosemary, Rosemary's of. baby. <laughs> um, don't get me wrong; it's definitely a better entry than it's a wonderful knife. I fucking hated it's a wonderful knife. Uh, uh, but this one, this one's kind of vicious, and it does it does go to some dark places, and there's some good scenes in it. It's just the whole movie. I just wanted more. No. Uh, but I will That's say that that one that actor that we were just talking about, Mina Masu, Mina Masu. he is he is next level and he is definitely the MVP. Awesome. For sure. I'm I want I want to see Aladdin. Yeah, he's Aladdin. Yeah. I want to see him in more character stuff, like stuff that he can really like sink into the character. Nice. And, and he was uh, in he was in that Rob Ford movie. Yeah, he was the best part of that fucking movie too. <laughs> oh, good lord. Uh, yeah, that movie was a piece of shit. That movie was a travesty. Is what that was. <laughs> Run this town. Run this town. Throw Gross. that. In. Chuck that in the bin. Chuck it in and, the bin. <laughs> uh, that is the Shutter Minute. I'm very excited. Uh, I've seen, I would say, about 85% of the Shutter originals. Uh, I could just got a couple more. I'm very, I'm very excited to give you guys the year in re- review for sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited that, you're, that you'll have watched all of them. Almost yeah, all, of them. all of them. There's a that's there's a, there's a couple there's a couple that I don't want to watch, but uh, there's Tony, there's at least like two or three. Tony, you're a completionist. I know I'm a completionist. He's eating him alive. Uh, I can see it in his face right now. He's like, <laughs> I don't want to watch him. If yeah, I do, you do if I do all of the originals, I think I have five left. Do it. All right. The, give the people it. what they want, Tony. <laughs> do it. If you do it, I'll give you a cookie. Oh, a cookie. But yeah. Do it. <laughs> Are we ready for uh, the main event? Do it. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Picking back off of uh, Dave's glowing review of uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory from the 2000s. Let's talk about Wonka. The new Paul King joint. The new Paul King joint selling uh, our, our little angel, Timothee Chalamet. <laughs> I love Timothee. Timmy. Timothee. I'm just going to call him Timmy. Timmy. <laughs> yeah. Call him Timmy. Yeah, you met him. You can call him. Timmy. I, did. I did. Our man Timmy. Timmy. I did. He let me. He let me call him Dave, and he called me Timmy. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> That's the cutest of the story. What a meet cute you guys had. Being legit though, like I saw Call Me by Your Name and Lady Bird the same day, yeah. and I like was like, "Yo, I saw Call Me by Your Name this morning. You're amazing. Like, good luck. Like, I hope you. I hope you go go all the way. Yeah. Good luck. And he like 
he like stopped to shake my hand and say thank you for that. Oh, so he seemed that, genuinely so touched that that I was kind. there to speak to him as an actor, as yeah. opposed to everybody's like, this kid's fucking hot. Yeah, yeah, as yeah. yeah, you're talking about his actual acting, his actual and, acting, and and the things, the nasty things he did to a peach. Yes, yeah. Did you see that viral video with the kids saying that he was a peach or something? <laughs> oh god, the, the, these kids are interviewing him and Keegan Michael Key for Wonka, and they say yeah. like, "You're just cute as a peach," or "You just something to do with peaches." Yeah. And Keegan's just like. <laughs> 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 he's never gonna live that one down never 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 i watched that on an airplane that was the best choice i've ever made um i took to- i took tony to see it when uh andre Asiman was there yeah the the uh the writer of the novel nice writer of the novel yeah he signed my book he said later dave <laughs> sick <laughs> i need to show it to melissa i think melissa would really appreciate it oh she hasn't seen call me she by your name not seen oh, it. you should really should yeah. circling back to Wonka I'm just thinking <laughs> so we don't like, just talk about Timothee like, movies what is it was it Memories of Gideon is that what it's called where he's just is that the, the, the track that plays where he's just watching the fireplace at the end yeah I think so yeah yeah <laughs> fucking Christ he's doing the he's doing the call me by your name thing yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. he's doing call me by your name oh my god but uh Wonka Wonka uh a musical, full blown musical. Let's was let's, not expecting let's talk that. about that. Was not expecting that. Let's apparently, talk about apparently, how you don't even get eased into it. It is just oh, by the way, did you not know this was a musical? Because <laughs> we didn't tell you about it in the trailer at all. Like apparently, they just like duping people now. They're just like you can't get the money if you say it's a musical. You gotta you gotta trick people into going to see it. Okay. Which, I don't like that technique. No. But yeah, full blown musical. It's like what, within the first thirty seconds Not of the even. movie like, starting? The the score starts coming up, it's like you're approaching the ship and then Timothee's there singing in your face. And you're like, Well, I guess it's a musical. <laughs> Unexpected. 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 So it's kind of like a prequel ish yeah. that he doesn't have a dad and it's about and he has a mom who died cool yes um on a riverboat yes and he just wants to make chocolate and yeah obviously the chocolatiers don't want that and yeah and he gets sent to like he well he arrives in town yeah and there's three established chocolatiers he's trying to make a first of all I need to talk about whatever the capitalist nightmare fuel that this <laughs> this movie is just fucking right from the beginning. It's pull up, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. You can, you could do it. All you have to do is work hard and contribute to society. I'm like, what is this nightmarish fuel? But, she, but you can't daydream, or they they fine you for that. Oh yeah, yeah I like them yeah. fining you for daydreaming. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, there's three established chocolatiers who obviously don't want any competition because this entire thing is a post-capitalistic nightmare. Um, what city are they in? Question mark. Are they in question France? Mark. Are they in question mark. England? A city. <laughs> a a Euro- city near you. A European city. Circa, I don't know, the yeah. 19 question marks. <laughs> um, no idea. <coughs> and uh, so he tries to set up shop. Obviously doesn't. Gives all of his money away because he's the socialist chocolate maker in this <laughs> capitalistic town. Um, trying to help everybody out and then gets duped into working in a laundry uh, well, by ways also, of like Le Miserable 
like, by ways of illiteracy literally um, like cause, it's like oh you need oh you 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 got that that thing in gin that's money oh yeah. you you uh yeah that was so lame right? i literally just thought of lame is like oh like, you warmed yourself up singing it's a like, song yeah, you're going yeah. up the stairs it yeah. costs you money or you go yeah. back down the stairs it costs you money yeah. did you use the bar of soap <laughs> yeah right did you the mini, the mini bar, bar. The yeah. mini bar. And like, but yeah. Olivia Coleman, aces. aces. Oh yeah, aces. but also yeah. So Wonka's illiterate. Let's let's all remember that. Um, it costs him. You you owe ten thousand dollars. Just walk away, man. <laughs> Just leave town. Why are you so like? Why do you uh, anyway? He was he had a dream. He he dreamed a dream of time gone by. Um, literally, literally, <laughs> literally, lay guys. The whole movie is Les Mis. It's, um, it is a revolution. It's a chocolate revolution. Chocolate. Oh shit! It's Les Mis. <laughs> it is Les Mis. It is fucking. There's a police Les officer trying to track him right? down, and oh my god, it is it's Les, Les, Mis. Les Mis. Well, it's Les Mis. All right, we can wrap up the podcast <laughs> now. We've cracked the nut. He's, he doesn't steal any bread. <laughs> no, no, he's just very Les Mis. Yeah, he's literally just selling chocolate. Look down. <laughs> look down. <laughs> Wash all these fucking clothes. Oh god. Oh god. They milk they inexplicably milk a giraffe. Yeah. Um, did I did you send me that? Uh, I sent you that today. It was uh it was a lady going like you know, like everyone wants to know, oh, when can you go pee during the movie? And like the moment they go enter the zoo, you can safely go to the bathroom because all you were going to miss is them milking a giraffe. I wish you guys would have told me that because 20 minutes in, I had a piss like a racehorse and I yeah. could not go to the end. Oh, you could have. The moment yeah, I, 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 I wish you, I wish you I would have missed nothing. That. You would have missed nothing. Yeah, that was weird. That that was a Tim Burton weird for being weird. That was just super. Oh, and them weird. Going, them just riding the balloons back to town. Yeah, it was that cute. was cute. It was cute. And the flam- it was it was a less a lot less weird than milking a giraffe, Tony. <laughs> yeah, the giraffe was fucking weird. Yeah, it was super weird. Um, I don't know. Like I, you know, we're talking about this movie. I I don't really know how I fully feel about it. To get to the end of this, obviously he becomes Wonka and he opens a factory and yada yada yada. Um. <laughs> You know, he has and highs and weird, lows, trials and tribulations. There's that weird subplot with, is it Ween? No, it's Noodle. I thought it was Wiener. Noodle. Oh, it's Noodle, yeah. Noodle. Like, she's, she's cute and cuddly, and, and I love I love her as a care as a, an actress. Did you Wiener? <laughs> I couldn't remember she's literally saying, He's literally saying she's cute she's and cuddly, and she just literally referred to her song. as a Wiener. He, he I writes an entire song I couldn't about remember noodles. if it was Wiener or Noodle, okay? <laughs> fucking Noodle, man. <laughs> Either way, why was, like, did she have any bearing on the plot? Could she have, movie have just worked without her? Yeah, you could have cut that entire thing out. The entire thing with, like, figuring out who Noodle is and who her like parents were. And it doesn't matter. What the fuck does it matter? It doesn't matter. None of it matters. Even by the end, none of it matters. None of it matters. You could cut that entire... They just needed a, I, I don't know, a child in there? Yeah, um, I guess, like, the... She's the childlike wonder for I guess. I guess kind of, like, the, the audience, like... Yeah. The audience member, or also tying it to the previous films yeah. right because it was it seemed very indebted and now that i've since well, i rewatched charlie yeah and then i rewatched willy wonka it seems very indebted to those well, movies where like specific things are happening or he's referring to specific things and you're like oh, he's gonna do this later yeah and like the the theme plays weirdly throughout until the very end and then it's full-blown i'm singing 
I'm singing the whole fucking song right to you at this point. Remember? But yeah. it, like it's it's trickled he, in there throughout. And... I thought he did really well. I thought he sang very. He, was, he sang he was, a lot yeah, better. No, I have no complaints about his singing. I thought yeah. his singing was very good. I thought he was very good. It's weird seeing him in like a happy movie. Sure. Because like he doesn't really do like happy, happy. movies. Yeah. Like I would say like his most comedic performance outside of this is like don't look up and that is not a happy yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah, it's depressing. But this is like his first like happy and I would say this is also like his first like headliner. He's the main event. Yeah. All the other ones are like ensemble pieces and he's like the main event here. Like yeah. you're coming for Timmy. Yeah. yeah. And he does really well and he carries the movie. It's a little too long. Yep, it's a little too long. What we were just saying saying about Wiener, like, <laughs> like she didn't really yeah. need her or the giraffe thing. That was that was weird. And when they let the giraffe loose and fucking Mr. Bean's upset, and yeah, like, I, like we need more Mr. Bean in our lives. Yeah, more <laughs> Rowan Atkinson. More Ro- every movie could be improved with Rowan Atkinson showing up. <laughs> And then, such a random <laughs> and there's just so like ridiculous. these random elaborate moments and just like what is with the CGI in this movie okay can we just talk about the CGI the, cho- the chocolate Oof. fountain and like the, the whole like chocolate fucking like river thing it <clears throat> like just uh, awful the, the dog doing the fucking yeah yeah even the machine when mm-hmm. the machine was like I was like that looks like dog shit Come everything on. looks like do- like it I don't want to bu- yeah. I don't want to blame the effects artists, because clearly it's Warner Brothers. They probably overworked them, but it looks it did not like no. The production design and the costuming looks great is great. And I love the color. The color colors are very vibrant. The colors are very yeah. vibrant and the look is great, but all yeah. every single time there's CGI in this movie looks terrible. Yeah. Yeah. The set design and the production design reminded me of poor things like that kind yeah. of vibrant thing. But once once they come away from the practical and they make it CGI and yeah. more like visual effects, it just looks bad. Yeah, it looks very bad. Right? It kept especially taking me like, out. Especially with the giraffe and how he was interacting with the giraffe and like the giraffe yep. in the car and like what it peeks its head up. Like yeah. it just looks terrible. Yeah. 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 Can we also talk about how cartoony it gets with the fucking boat? Yeah, I didn't understand because I was watching it and I'm well, like, they oh. try to they tried to ship him off to the North Pole or wherever the fuck. Oh, and there's yeah. like the cartoon <laughs> levels of dynamite on the ship. Yeah, <laughs> there's just like I was like, oh, Quentin might really enjoy this. And then it goes to just like weird, dark places that yeah. are very Looney Tunes. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that was very Looney Tunes. What is this tone yeah. that you're going for? This is strange. But. The MVP of the movie, absolutely, Fucking absolutely, Hugh Grant. It's Hugh Grant. Like I can't believe wh- how like, good why he was. was. Why was he not in more of it? <laughs> Every single scene that he was in was his fucking scene. He fucking just he looked. We, oh we were just God. we were hating on the CGI, but he looked he pretty looked, decent for most of the part. And he him looks, interacting yeah. with yeah. you looks pretty decent. It looks very pretty good. good. I, I, sorry, you know what? It looks great compared to the rest of the yeah. movie. Yeah. But yes. The Hugh budget Grant, the budget went to animating fucking Hugh Grant. Yeah. Hugh Grant this. was great and I love how deadpan he is. And I, think I it love works. it and like I know it works very so well. He hated wanting to be this or whatever being in this movie or whatever. He didn't like it or whatever, but I think that just ended up working more in his favor because he's so I think he might just be I think like, he might just be playing it as like a yeah. as a bit. Yeah. Cuz like 
he's just as curmudgeonly yeah, in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Right. And just, yeah, I, I wasn't expecting much from him because I only remember him in the trailer when he captures him in the, the bottle. In the bottle yeah. And then like he kept popping up every so often. And I was like, I love every time love he shows it. up. It might be just because I love Hugh Grant. Like of unabashedly no, love like, Hugh yeah, Grant. He just is he's so, so good. good. The part, the, the, you guys were talking about the ship. The part yeah. on the ship, man. Yeah, he's like, great in that like, part. He's so good. He travels first class and he brings out this <laughs> fucking recliner seat. And I'm just sitting there just like, I was just laughing. Cackling. Like, just, it's so stupid, but it's so good. The fucking loud ostrich it, guy. Yeah. That was me in the theater laughing to fucking Hugh <laughs> yeah. Grant at the scene. You were the live studio ostrich? Literally. Yeah, he was, he's very, very good. So, so good. good. So good. Like, Timmy is great, but. Hugh Grant is very, very, very good. No, he steal he steals it for me. Like he is he is the MVP of this. And I just wanted more Oompa for sure. You know who wasn't good? Keegan Michael Key. Yeah. What the fuck was he doing? Yeah. What was what was that? Just progressively putting on bigger and bigger fat suits. Yeah. Like what was that? Like, I know people are talking online about how fat phobic the movie is. And I was like, well, yeah, you have to show that you shouldn't be eating that much chocolate. Like you can't physically show diabetes, yeah. especially in whatever God awful yeah. time period. This, this is movie is supposed to be PSA. Like, like, well, he's like, I've gained 150 pounds in the past two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Like, like yeah. yeah, kids, you shouldn't be eating that much chocolate. Yeah. Okay. Like cause and effect. But yeah, it was just, he wasn't funny. And no, he we've was grown, just, we've grown past the fat suits. It's not even like, the fat suit. Like even just, he just doesn't do anything. No. Yeah. It, He's just not. What were you gonna say, Jay? No, no. I was just gonna. I was just gonna say he doesn't really. He doesn't really add anything to it. And like he's just. He's just playing him to his his typical self. Exactly. Like he's not. It just felt like I was watching different. Keegan Michael Key. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like he wasn't doing a bit or anything. He was just no. being himself. Yeah. Weakest part was Keegan Michael Key yeah. by far. But again, what fucking time period is this? Don't know. Question mark time period. Question mark. Um, I do okay two other things I wanted to mention one uh, actually I guess they're both kind of related to the story considering the story was never written by Roald Dahl um, I applaud them for sort of capturing the imagination and sort of quite ridiculousness of a Roald Dahl story in the way that it was like written and, and framed like all these ridiculous moments we're talking about would 100% happen in a world doll book. And they do yeah. happen. Like if you read like the BF tree or the giraffe, the Pelly and me or the witches or like there it's the most ridiculous shit in the world. So of course he's milking a fucking giraffe. Like yeah. I, I applaud them for being able to sort of capture that. Cause like, while I was watching, I'm like, yeah, this, I know he never wrote this, but like he might as well. No, it, it tracks. It um, just kind of, it's whack. Um, well, when he's making the chocolate, and it's like he needs like liquid sunlight and yeah. like the see that the that storm, was it's the good. storm yeah storm in a bottle or yeah. whatever the fuck it's yeah called. see that I was uh, that I was on board for when yeah. he's milking the giraffe I was like it's it's the step too far it's, it's the bit that you would cut out of the <laughs> of adapting the book yeah yeah um, yeah you don't need you don't need this further to that though I do appreciate what they did with the Oompa Loompas at the end and made it very very unslave like oh yes like yeah. that's a good rewrite thank you yeah that was for making a great, it very explicit that was a great rewrite that this is an agreement that they came to not something else yeah that was a great rewrite yeah 
well, even in Willy Wonka, he brings them because like he's uh, there's something that happened, like they're getting eaten or getting yeah. getting murdered daily type thing. So he brought them all there to kind of yeah. to kind of like give them sanctuary. So yeah. he was doing a good thing as opposed to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, where it's very clearly that they're slaves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what did. um. And I don't, I don't know that this is, well, I mean, maybe it's partially spoilery, but, um, what did you think of the golden note tie-in? If that even like clicked for you when he unwraps the chocolate his mom gave him. And oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was cute. It's like that very like, oh, you unwrap for a golden ticket and it's very like. Yeah. Well, again, that's what another. Was on, what, what, what was said on it? broke me a little yeah 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 but again that's another callback where they're trying to yeah. tie it all yeah, together and I, yeah. but i like it though i think that that's great and it kind I of it adds whole... a weird a different sort of light to why there's golden tickets at all it's it's kind of nice but it's but it's wholesome and it brings yeah. back it brings back the whole like message on like why he's why he's doing what he's yeah. doing right but he's not a psycho no but he's, he's not, not, a, not yet, yet. yeah yeah he's, he's just he hasn't become he's the recluse kinda, chocolatier. He's just, he's just yeah. strange. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's just so much, like, it's a lot better than I would ever have wanted to give it credit for. It's when I was sitting there, I was like, it this has, is it, much it has, better than it I It has thought. no business being being yeah. that great. I wasn't like, expecting anything. But it's also not Paddington. No. No. Okay. Not, I don't think anybody could have expected it Not many things are be. Paddington. But, like, it's wholesome and sweet and cuddly like Paddington, but it's not Paddington. It's not Paddington. It has it has its flaws. It, it's definitely like I've been sitting here trying to. I've actually been sitting since I watched it, trying to figure out how how I feel about it. I it's I like what you said. Like it's better than it probably had any right to be. Yeah. It's not amazing. No, it's not. Amazing. It's not. It's not no. Paddington or Paddington two levels of perfection, but it's it's, it's wholesome. It's 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 harmless. It's good. Yeah, yeah, it's well done. It's just yeah. like there's just certain beats where you're just like, okay, why'd you go this way? Yeah, and like, yeah, maybe it's the roll roll down. I never roll know how doll. to name his fucking stupid name. Um, did you know he wrote? He was the screenwriter for two James Bond movies. Really? Yeah he he wrote Honor Majesty's Secret Service the script for it. And oh, there was another shit. one he did too. Huh. Um, anyways, that I said, like that one. I've never seen it. That said, all of all of that said, like it just, like yeah, it it dips into his weirdness, but then like it like the tone just doesn't isn't there. Yeah, like for all of what I'm saying about or talking shit about Tim Burton's. Yeah, it's very clear what the tone is. It's very yeah. clear what the tone is in Willy Wonka. In this movie, it's not clear where the tone is. Yeah, that's fair. It just kind of like peaks and valleys and like there's just like weirdness to it. And the CGI is very distracting. Yeah. Like it's not it's not the flash levels of distracting, but no, it's still pretty but, fucking distracting. And yeah. it, I don't really think there's any catchy songs. Yeah, I was just about to say the the music the music wasn't really that memorable like it's good it's just it's not catchy no, no like i'm not putting i'm not like queuing it up on my fucking spotify and like it might be like i wasn't a big fan of the greatest showman soundtrack at the first and then like it kind of grew on me but i feel like that was a lot more exciting and a lot more like there was still like some catchiness to this yeah like days later the only thing i can think of is 
him doing the the Gene Wilder song. Yeah. But pure, even that, pure, imagine, like pure, pure imagination. imagination. Yeah, but even that is yeah. I mean, the song doesn't has even, already exist. It doesn't even hold a candle to I think it's still really it, I he, think does it's, well. he does well. He does well, but it just makes me want the Gene Wilder. Yeah, and that's, but we're, and that's, we also are putting Gene Wilder on the pedestal. Well, he, he deserves to be on the pedestal because, like, I don't know about you guys. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory is a, is a movie that I hold very near and dear to my yeah. heart. And yeah. it means a lot to me. Um, okay, maybe it doesn't mean that much to me, but okay, I do, but like, it, I do but it, like it a lot. But it means a lot to me. Um, so, like, watching this movie, like, I could see, I could see watching it with my kids um, down the line. Um, but it just made me want to watch Willy Wonka. Like, it just made me want to watch the 70s one. Yeah. It's so good. That's a good it's thing to do. Good. It is it's a good, good thing. that it's making you want to do that. But I never want to. I, it, I, if yeah, it, if, it, if yeah. it came to watching Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory and then Wonka, like, I don't see myself ever revisiting this unless it's, like, for a child. Yeah. I'd yeah. revisit it quicker than fucking Tim Burton. Let well, me tell obviously, you. Yeah. well, fuck the Tim <laughs> yeah. Burton one. But yeah. like, I'm watching. If I'm, if I'm, like the only way that movie could have gotten worse is if fucking <laughs> he had scissors for hands. Yeah. <laughs> probably in the fucking... worse or better. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, I really like us talking about it. Like, I really just want to go and crack open my fucking my Willy Wonka Blu-ray and watch that. Yeah. I got it on four K, and I think you know what, like, and uh, yeah, I think I think Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory has more memorable songs than Wonka does, and Wonka only relies like the only one that I can remember still is Pure Imagination. I can't really remember the rest of them. But we're again we're comparing to a movie that's fifty years old, and by the time we saw it, it was already like a very cult classic, true type thing. Like I think it's even surpassed the idea of being a cult classic. Now it's just. A classic. Yeah, maybe at some point we'll revisit Wonka. And... Like I could, I would, re, I'd rewatch it. I don't know if I would watch it with Quinny right away, but I'd rewatch it. And I do think it's. We've are, I've already said it more than once. Like it's a lot better than it had any right to be. And Timmy yep. is great, and Hugh Grant is great. It's yep. just like there's other like there's just pieces of it. That pieces of it that work. you're like, what the fuck is this yep. here for? Why is this here? Why did you do this? Why did you do this? And like. I know our tagline for the the podcast is movies got a movie, but like yeah. there's certain parts where you're just like, okay, maybe you didn't need this. Yeah. There wasn't a, there wasn't a specific moment where it was like, well, movies got a movie. I was just kind of like, there was just weirdness that was just thrown in there. That was like, Oh, okay. And like the guy with Olivia Coleman, who's like, uh, he's an <laughs> also two notes. They talked up this fucking like, uh, churches, uh, chocoholic reverends that were just pushed out by a giraffe. <laughs> uh, and point two, they talked up this like super like death defying badass chick in front of the vault door who was taken out the same way as the fucking zoo guy. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Why set up these things and yeah. then you don't do anything with it? Like, even the, the, the way that the, the vault guard is it's the fucking it's what a like and i know they call it like wow that's shockingly coincidental <laughs> like yeah that it's the same the same person <laughs> that the the zoo guard was in love with but i was just like but that's all you did with it like this yeah. is okay i guess yeah yeah you're right there's just things that were just kind of like to your point of just like 
Okay, cool. Cool. And yeah, it's not it's not paced nearly as well as the other ones. Yeah. But I'm curious. Overall, yeah, I I'm happy it's doing well. I'm happy people are seeking it out. I think they definitely should have advertised it as a musical. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I don't think that that's really the way to go. Like, yeah. ambush musical is not the way to go, guys. No. <laughs> like, you're just gonna piss. You're just movie you're now. just gonna piss people off ambush musicaling. But yeah, I just I saw an IMAX, like legit IMAX. How like was I, how was it in legit IMAX? Like, it looked nice and the sound was very good. Hmm. Like I know it's not an IMAX movie, but like it looked great in IMAX and yeah, I think that's all I could say to it. It's, it's nostalgia and it's not weaponized nostalgia, yeah. but it's, it's just the right amount of nostalgia. And yeah, I think to Tony's point, it does make me want, it did make me want to go and watch Willy Wonka. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that too. I still, I like, I want to rewatch that this week if I can. Yeah, I just watched it yesterday. Yeah, because I was like, I need to make sure I watch this before the podcast. Yeah. But like, watching it, I was like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I totally get it. Yeah. Recommend? Recommend or no? Um. So I'm on the so I'm on the fence about it mm-hmm. because like, I it was not what I was expecting. I liked it more than I thought I would. Um, wouldn't wouldn't revisit it immediately. Oh, and the uh, villains suck. Oh, and the villains definitely suck. Yeah, they're all very. Other than suck. Olivia Coleman, is awesome, but like they suck. Yeah, everyone else <laughs> sucks. I wouldn't rush out to the theater, but if you guys are looking for something um to watch with your family, um, I would definitely say like this is definitely one of them. Um, not poor things. Not poor things. <laughs> uh, you do not want to be watching Furious jumping with your uh, with your family. Um, or maybe you do. <laughs> or maybe you do. Who knows? That's, if that's your if that's your Can't thing. Judge people's families. Yeah, exactly. Not that into. anything's wrong with that. Not that there's Nothing's any. Well, wrong with there's that. a couple of things that are wrong with that. But <laughs> we're not going to judge. Um, yeah, don't see, don't seek it out immediately. You don't need to see it in theaters. I I I would definitely wait for VOD. Are you saying you're pro incest? Wait, what? We are not. We, we, we have gotten so off topic. I'd like to echo most of Tony's comments of just like, yeah, that's kind of where I landed as well. Of just yeah. uh, liked it more than I ever thought I probably would have, but I, I, I don't love it. It's not my most favorite thing that I've seen this year. Right. My Andy Stretch. It's what? fine. What? It's good. It's enjoyable enough. Yeah. Family time, fun time, happy thing. Sure. One question. Yeah. Why do we need this? That is what that is what I was asking after the credits rolled. Did we really need this? As a premise, no, probably not. But I think because it I'm works. Hearing, I'm hearing some chatter that they might like, you know, if yeah, depending on how it does, I mean, like sure. they'll do sequel, sequel, sequel franchise. Well, they can't franchise Willy Wonka. Like, well, oh, well, fucking they, Warner they Brothers could, is gonna do what Warner Brothers could, is gonna do. They they're could, gonna they could remake. <laughs> Again, again, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. If they want to, with Timothy, is is fucking um, Warner Brothers going to exist by this time next year? Why not? Like I, fucking Zaslav is like got, driving it into the ground. Yeah, I, got, I got my Fuck fingers that crossed guy. that that Warner Brothers has the balls to make Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator because nobody fucking touches that. <sighs> yeah, it's seriously, the most batshit. I read. I, I was like, why has nobody made this movie? I because it's batshit. Re- I know. Insane. I never read it. I read the synopsis and what happens. I was like. 
okay, that's why they didn't make it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember I read Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and I have like a really old copy of that book. And then I I think I asked my parents to get me Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator because I heard that there was a sequel. And I love Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator because it's knucking futz the entire, like it is the most batch. You it's think weird. milking a giraffe is yeah. weird? It is yeah. fucking weird. Yeah. It is the most absurdist fucking fucking salvador dolly fucking <laughs> nonsensical fucking abstract it, look, shit look, look it up tony it's, it's weird nuts and i want someone to just have the balls to do it because like it would be the most fucked up thing i want the yorgos lanthimos <laughs> charlie in the great glass elevator that's what i want okay yeah i'll get yorgos on the horn thank you tell them <laughs> tell me Dude. I'd I'd re- I'd recommend it. I I think as a family film, it's good. Yeah. I don't think I would. I I will revisit it. I just don't Eventually. think I'm going to rush to yeah. revisit it. And uh, yeah, out of what's out right now, I would still like. It's like like Tony was saying. It's like easy, easy, yeah. easy watching. Good, good family fun. Yeah. So I'm I'm happy that it's doing well. I'm happy Timmy's going to get more. Uh, like headliner roles in things that might not be deep, dark, and depressing. That'd be nice. Or white sa- nice or white savior ish. So yeah, go see uh Wonka does Les Mis. Yeah, and, go uh, see uh, now that you guys mentioned it, it does have a, it does feel a lot like Les Mis. It's, it's all it's, like literally as soon as he gets like fucking like kidnapped, basically. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, this is basically Les Mis. It was it was Copying off Les Mis, but change it enough so that you can't really tell. Yeah. It was cribbing quite cribbing. well. I will say this. Makes a hell of a double bill with the Iron Claw. Let me tell you, boys. <laughs> oh, Watching those two back to back, that's a journey. That was a choice. Yeah. That's a journey. <laughs> anyway, I think that wraps up our main segment. Did uh, we want to talk about anything else? Senior Dave? What is that boy by? It's Dave's I've got a stack of blues. I actually got a bunch today, which oh God. Alyssa was not a fan of everybody. <laughs> Three or four different. Is it like early Boxing Day deals? No, it's all stuff I've already ordered. And oh. It finally is oh, showing okay. up. Sure. So she's like, I thought you were being picky and choosy. And I'm like, I am. She's like, well, why is it all here? Well, I, it, I'm sorry it all came at the same time, yeah. but I've had some of this stuff ordered for weeks and months. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm really, really excited to get into the new Vinegar Syndrome of uh, Existence, which is my favorite David Cronenberg movie. All right. Like pound for pound, my favorite. I'm really Never excited. Seen it. I need to watch you it. You should. You should. I think you'd really like it. Uh-huh. I think it would work. I think it looks a lot better now than it would in the 90s. Hmm. So I'm interested to watch that. Uh, Tony brought over Red Dragon, which I'm nice. very interested to rewatch. Nice. And uh, I got Red Rock West from Australia. Okay. Which is a Nick Cage movie from the 90s. And it it fucks. It's wild. All right. So I'm excited for you guys to see that one. Yeah. But uh, yeah. And then uh, I'm itching for Arrow to, to drop off um, the Warriors this mm. week. My copy came in and it is so fucking beautiful. Nice. I am just so excited to watch nice. this. Did you, did you put it on so you could? <laughs> I kept doing that to <laughs> Melissa. I was like, have you seen the movie? And she's like, what are you talking about? I was like, Warriors. You need, you need a whole bunch of glass. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, why are you saying it like that? And I'm like, 
That, that's how he fucking yeah. says it. That's how he says it. I'm so excited to show it to her. Like this, this movie is fucking. It's so good. Yeah. So so good. Walter Hill, man. Walter yeah. Hill. I I I really feel like we're getting into a lot of Walter Hill lately. Seriously, eh? Yeah. And somebody I we did Secret Santa the other day and somebody yep. got me a 4K of Streets of Fire. Hell yeah. Winning. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Streets of Fire. Santa knows what's up, man. Santa knows what's up. Walter Hill, man. Yeah. <laughs> Walter Hill. Yeah. Yeah. Um but uh before we go, I've been rewatching Home Alone and Home Alone 2 a lot. Uh-huh. And I really want to punch Uncle Frank in the balls because <laughs> he is <laughs> such a dick. Everybody he's in this family, every this guy specifically, such a dick. Yeah, he's just a fucking money grubbing fucking. He just his brother's like, hey, come on vacation with us, and he just fucking milks it for all it's worth. He's God. a dick to Kevin. He's a dick yeah. to everyone else. He's stealing china from the first class section. Yeah. Also, you guys all you, the parents fly first class. Everybody else has to fly coach. Fuck you, Uncle Frank. Yeah. Get in the back yeah. with the rest of the in the back. Get in the back, you son of a bitch. And fucking and Buzz. Buzz Fuck is Buzz. He's such a he's he's abhorrent. He's abhorrent. Like, yeah. I just I can't I can't get over how awful these these this fucking yeah. family is. Yeah. You you lose them twice. Yeah. And you all suck. Yeah. Like why is he excited to see them again? They I all lie. they yeah. all suck yeah they're the worst <laughs> they are the they're fucking worst. The worst and you know what it rubs off on kevin because he's the fucking prototype fucking john kramer yeah. <laughs> the shit he does he yeah. does to harry yeah. and marv yeah good lord those two can't get a break <laughs> they can't catch a break like when they try to kidnap him i'm like you know what guys if you saw this kid on the street you should have run the yeah, other way seriously go yeah. the other way and like he makes friends with that pigeon lady. Like he makes friends with old man Marley and stuff and like inspires him to like go back to his family and stuff. Yeah, and it's yeah, great. Yeah. Then he makes friends with the pigeon lady and the best he can do is giving her the fucking turtle dove. Give her a sandwich. Yeah. You, <laughs> she you're sitting in, she has <laughs> enough birds. You're sitting in the penthouse suite. Yeah. Give her some food. Yeah, call man. some room service up. Give her, her down give a steak her dinner. Give her, her a fucking a cookie fuck, bar. Like tell her to come up yeah. and take a shower. Yeah. Why? Like, you Give know her what? more birds. You know I what this bird lady needs. <laughs> I don't care that you're only 10. You should know this homeless lady who has fucking pigeons all over. Yeah. She probably needs food or shelter. Now this this 10-year-old kid looked at her and went, her favorite thing is pigeons. You know what I'm gonna get her? Here's another bird. <laughs> she, that's what she wants. Bitches love birds. Oh, and the end of the movie, the second one. He's like, you spent $967 on room service? That's what you're upset about. That, that, <laughs> That's the part you're upset about. Not the fact that you lost them <laughs> yeah. twice. Yeah. Is that where is that where all parents' fear of like the minibar came from? Of it might be. Like, it must because like I remember going to hotels and my I, I think I opened the minibar fridge and my dad lost his fucking mind. Like I just I, cost him two thousand dollars. He's gonna have to remortgage the house. I was like, I didn't take anything. He's like, I don't care. You open the fridge, they're gonna know. <laughs> like, like, like I don't know if this was true, but like that there were like 
sensors underneath them so oh, if you sure. moved yeah yeah <laughs> it's immediately gonna charge. that was not the case none of that was real that's the same thing as like turn off the light in the car it's illegal you can't have the light on while i'm driving i still yell at melissa all the time for it. i love it i love that but just like 960 like yeah really yeah, that's, that's the thing we're upset, upset about, about. Yeah. you fucking you destroyed your fucking uncle's house yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were just probably gonna get tried for manslaughter yeah. we're, we're, <laughs> upset, about, we're upset about $967 how much money did he spend on the room oh, to start like I know the penthouse was calm but like how much money did he spend on the fucking room <laughs> you know what be more upset that you once again <laughs> lost your child you neglectful fucking and like I'm just watching it like I know I didn't really watch I didn't really the first time I was in an airplane was after 9-11. Sure. And I know the first time Tony was in an airplane was like, what, six months ago? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but just watching them run through the terminal t- both times and him hitting the girl by accident. The f- yeah. fucking Oh, so, just go on. Just go on. It's okay. <laughs> so I do remember a time before 9-11 and flying because I did a lot of flying when I was yeah, a kid. Bougie bitch. Uh, yeah. Sorry. My first flight, I was four years old. Yeah, fuck um, off. Three. Eloise got you beat. I was about to say Eloise uh, was four months. That's fine. (laughs) She she does. She couldn't form memories, so I don't give a fuck. I win. You say Um, that. (laughs) You say that. But anyway, I do remember a time before that. Before there was like take your fucking liquids out of your bag. Before take your shoes off. Before all of the extra enhanced security and that shit. And yeah, man, it was fucking loosey goosey. I still remember when I was fucking flying on a plane. Because the planes were old enough, they still had fucking uh, ashtrays in the seats. Like, you could just lift up the little flap, and it was like an ashtray for your fire. I was like, what the fuck? But, and like, all the planes at that point, like, the cigarette light was an optional light that they just had to start putting on. And now it's like a sticker permanently and not even a light anymore. But like, yeah, I remember the chain. And like, yeah, it was, it was fucking wild. Like, you could just walk straight up to the gate. Like, it was, that's wild. It was just a weird time. It's strange. I can't fathom that. And then 9-11 happened, and then the entire world collapsed in on itself. And now you gotta have, like, a butt probe just to get onto a, pl- a flight at this point. And that, po- that that kid somehow lives in Love Actually, even though he runs through... He literally oh, runs. Yeah. No, he, <laughs> he, he, he been should murdered. be dead. He would have been killed. <laughs> yeah. He would have been killed. I, I got another point. Yeah. The movie hit... Both times the movie hinges on the alarm not going off and that's why they're rushing right why is it just up to fucking kevin's parents to wake everybody yeah. up yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> no one else has an alarm clock uncle frank doesn't have an alarm clock no. uncle frank can't do anything no, no. <laughs> fucking buzz no. can't wake up no. like fuller didn't piss the bed yeah <laughs> fucking yeah say fuller. hey hey guys <laughs> what time is it mommy what time is it can we can we like should we be leaving the sun's out type yeah nobody no one fucking i also like locked this kid in the fucking attic in the first one like (laughs) a fucking isn't fuller his brother yeah like is it kieran it's kieran it's kieran yeah oh my god yeah yeah and i love the i love the the sponsorships between them because he's like big on pepsi in the first one and suddenly the second one he's drinking coke (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. the rivalry But but just there's just so many things, like so many microaggressions and so many things where I'm just like, this family fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Kevin, you were better off fucking doing it yourself. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's not wholesome that they fucking left you twice, bro. Yeah. 
become the John Kramer you are always going to be. <laughs> and like he stops in the middle to like put in the like, did you not you didn't think to look back? Nah. Like if Quenny's not holding my hand yeah. when we're walking in a place with multiple people, yeah. I stress out. I don't care if I'm running late or not. But would you give a shit about him if you had 78 other children that you're <laughs> like trying maybe to you should have taken Maybe you should have taken a knee, guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay? Maybe yeah. you have too many kids. Okay? Yeah. You hey, got way too much 90s. money. Way too much. able much to afford that giant-ass house. <laughs> that enormous house and bringing everybody you know yeah. on fucking on a vacation, vacation And affording first-class tickets. Well, they also, they're, the going, money on they're going to Paris the first, or are they going to Paris the second time? No, they went to Florida the first, the second, the the second? first time. Florida was the first time, and then it was Paris the second time, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? Because I think yeah, I that makes was, sense because they like take Paris the weirdest the way back. No, because they uh, they have to take like a a fucking everything to get back. No, I think it's the other way around. I think it's Paris the first time and Florida yeah, the second what, time. No, because um, what's her name? I got to look this up. Catherine O'Hara catches like a a random. Like she goes with John Candy and yeah. they like, yeah. drive up. Yeah, I know, so but she had to get there. How does she go? Yeah, the first one they're in Paris, and she just takes whatever flight oh, whatever she can flight. get okay, back to, to back okay. to the states, Got and then it. has to find out find a way to get back to Chicago after Got that. It. And they wait. For the first available flight, which is like a few hours, like Christmas Eve, like oh, late Christmas oh, Eve. I see. Okay, but yeah. Also, man, you fuck it. You took everybody to Paris the first time, and you yeah. take them fucking Florida, Florida the yeah. second time. Scale up, like <laughs> that's a weird thing for a sequel. Like what? Well, because they pissed away all the money to Paris, and they right. need to wheel it in yeah, for the yeah, second. Yeah, maybe yeah. that. Maybe that's exactly spent right. A bit too much, or yeah. they're just like you know what? Maybe if we maybe we'll get back faster if we're in the state of yeah. freaking Kevin yeah. again. <laughs> Kevin's not here. Still fucked it up. God. But just Buzz is such an asshole. Such an asshole. Yeah. And so is so is Uncle. I just like fuck you, Uncle Frank. You're like Grandpa Joe. You're <laughs> fucking, you are useless. Yeah. You are a waste of life. And you are bringing this family down. Yeah. You could have been helping you're people killing out. killing this family. <laughs> you could have helped people out and said, you're a selfish prick. You're killing your father. <laughs> Fuck you, Uncle Frank. You fucking asshole. And God, like, I just pray for Harry and Marv. Like, they just. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And like yeah. when he breaks the window in the second one, and like he and it's in slow motion. He's yeah. like, no, I definitely want. I I know it exists, but somebody needs to put like the the hello zap fucking saw music yeah. Right? Yeah. that scene. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh my Christ! Oh my God! But yeah, yeah. Anyway, thank you for letting me go off about Home Alone. Yes, sir. I just I've watched I've watched them and I haven't watched them like beginning to end. Yeah. But Quentin's been watching them in, in chunks and just I love that. It's wild. Love that. It's wild and it just makes me upset. <laughs> it just makes me upset. Does he do the scream? Uh no, he doesn't watch that part. He doesn't watch but that part. I know that that is an integral part of the saga. Yeah. yeah. I do love that. Oh, okay. I have one more. I have oh, one Jesus. more, and then we can turn, and then we can stop. Are you sure? Okay. 
Sorry for this two hour long episode, everyone. <laughs> Tim Curry and fucking Rob Schneider. They think, <laughs> <laughs> they think Tim Curry and Rob Schneider. <laughs> he thinks something's up and that he's doing credit card fraud. It's like, okay, well, he's 10. He doesn't know what credit card <laughs> right. fraud is. But he like goes into the hotel room to find the dad or find and he does the fucking balloon yeah. animal thing with Uncle Frank's voice. <laughs> Frank, you're upsetting me. <laughs> and then he doesn't go back. He just brings like the security team the next time he sees him. If you were ballsy enough to go in when you didn't know what was going on. Yeah. Why don't you just go in late at night when he's sleeping, you fucking creep, and fucking walk in and be like, okay, well, no one's here but yeah, this fucking kid. This Obviously, kid. something's yeah. up. Like, why, why, why this fucking movie's gonna movie? Why movie's this elaborate nonsense? Yeah. And fucking Rob Schneider. Rob, Rob Schneider. <laughs> Rob Schneider is Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. <laughs> God. <laughs> okay, I, I can stop. I can keep Thank going, you. but I'll stop. Please don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> and would like to wish you all a most happy holidays, a Merry Christmas, uh, Crazy Kwanzaa, Happy, happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Yes. Uh, Joyeux Noel. Joyeux Noel. Bon Natale. Bon Natale, yes. For all, of, for all of you, I hope you have a really nice uh, holidays, a happy holidays, a good relaxing time, and... Uh, good new year's as well and we promise we're gonna be back right after new year's we have to wrap up this crazy ass year that we call 2023 and uh, give you all of our top lists and stuff for the year we Mm -hmm. all excited for that i'm very excited very hell yeah i gotta put my list together get on it motherfucker i'll get there get on it i got i got a few more that i want to squeak in before i can give you my final my final final list you know you're gonna have time to squeak those in hell yeah I'm going to be in California, the land of movies. It's true. It's I'm going to watch at least a movie. He could, he could definitely, he could see like a new movie every night that will not, will come out to Hamilton like in two months. Six years. Six, Six years. years. Yeah. yeah. Sounds about yeah. right. Well, yeah. Cool. Thanks, everyone. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Wish you all the best. Fuck Uncle Frank. And fuck Uncle Frank. <laughs>